This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we got coaches coming back, but in different places. We got the Cup Final. We got the Garbage Awards Show and merch. Face Off Hockey Show. Right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hey, everybody. What's crapping? I'm Scotty Waz. Todd Todd Butts just told you that. He did. And there's one of the P boys, Johnny. Every day he tells us. Every week. He's tussling. Um. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, welcome to the Face Off Hockey Show. We are late in June. Usually this is the time we're about to fly to the draft. Yes. But last, there will be no draft for us. No draft. Our Cal Ripken-like streak has been broken. Yep. Probably um, over. Possibly over. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But here we are. Um, as the cup final is not finished yet. And we go from there. Plus, it's a weird day for the draft. It's a Thursday, Friday. Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, that does kind of suck. What are you doing here? I mean, how much how much debauchery can you get into in Montreal on a Thursday and Friday? It's not even St. John Baptiste. Oh, actually, it might be. No, no, it's this week. It's Friday. Friday St. John Baptiste Day. Oh, there you go. Well, no. then, then that in itself is debauchery, or so I've heard. Happy Happy St. John Baptiste Day to you and yours, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it's like the French. It's like the uh, French St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, no, so we're told. Yeah, so we're told. So we're told. Allegedly. Allegedly, right? There's a Guitar Hero bar down the street. We got to go to it. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, Johnny, how was your week? Did you enjoy Father's Day? Uh, Ducking away from all your illegitimate children. We went to um, Mark's house. Oh, you made and you, there was you made the trek. There was a uh, there was a water about gun battle. How many tolls did you have to put forth? I don't I don't drive. Smart. Yeah, mom picked me up. Way to go, Miss Lynn. So I don't have to pay for tolls. Um, so yeah, we had a water gun battle. Um, the tiniest redhead threw uh, water balloons at people. Mark and I tried to make sure that when the water balloon busted, uh, we picked up all the rubber pieces before Ginger ate them. Sure. You know, the normal, the yeah. normal that occurs for Father's Day. You're like on the sideline, like te- like uh, the ball retrievers at a tennis match. <laughs> yeah, just like, psh, and you like run out real quick and throw them in your pockets. Got a um, And then, uh, and then I played golf on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. I got a I got a new set of irons. Oh. Um I used uh 
I used some photography money. So I don't remember if I told you or not. I can send you the video if uh, if it works in Voxer. It's pretty cool. Um, but I took pictures for my cousin's company, his like remodeling company. And I set up a camera to run like a full on time lapse of the roof coming off and putting a new roof back on and fixing stuff. And I was up on the roof like the drifters. Ah. Um, cool. I was uh, taking some pictures for him and uh, he paid me some monies. Nice. Uh, like like human monies. Right. Uh, so then I used said human monies and I bought some new golf clubs. There you go. I picked up 10 years of tech of golf technology. <laughs> uh, so those I think are going to go out this weekend because I believe I'm playing with death. Nice. Yeah. Like literally or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the figurative mm-hmm. sense, like we'll see what happens. Okay, fair. I mean, what's the worst that happens, really? <laughs> so yeah, so that was about it. I've done a lot of sleeping. My body, uh, uh, kind of figured out after like a week that I had flown to the West Coast and back, and was like, I really don't know what's going on, but you're gonna be real tired at like 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn it, that's like an hour and a half earlier than normal. not much but enough to for you to notice but i watched some of the hockey game on monday night i'll probably watch some tonight after the show Mm -hmm. watched the award show last night so the season is winding winding itself down yes slowly you know what it's been a while it's been a wild situation with the lightning just when you think they're about to die they come back and let to life like cockroaches much like, much like regular lightning <laughs> yeah but i mean this is the same uh remember when remember when the caps were playing the lightning in 2018 and we were basically like yep caps are done they look exhausted they've lost the first two games and then all of a sudden they come back from nowhere like like yeah. second wind pops up like mm-hmm. i feel like every round Except for the first round, I've been like, wow, the lightning looks exhausted. And then all of a sudden they're like, all right, we've got those two rest games out of the way. Exactly. Oh, fucking altitude, right? We got used to it from when we come back here. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we'll see. I, I I think that the lightning playing at home is a massive advantage for the lightning because of the way John Cooper coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, he can get matchups he wants out on the ice he has the last change and i feel like that's why with them being on the road for the first two games they've kind of lost the first two games at least the last like couple series right and then john cooper's like hey game three we are going to win game three and game four and then we'll see what happens in game five yeah i'm trying to think of what they did in the toronto series because they lost the first two to um new york but i don't remember what they did in toronto they I think sw- they won the first game. They split. Maybe. They split Florida. I know that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were already used to playing in Florida. That's why. Yeah, yeah, right. They only had a, it was a bus ride for them if they wanted. it. Um, it's a long bus ride. I don't know what Tampa, the Tampa to Miami is. Um, let's see what happened in that. What happened in that series? What happened? I don't remember anymore. It's fine. Gotcha. Uh, Toronto won the first game. Tampa won the second game. Then Toronto won the third game. Tampa won the fourth game. Ooh. Toronto won the fifth game. Tampa won six seven. So that was a dueling dueling banjos until the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
How about you, though? You set up a store. Yeah, no. So thanks to boredom and the need for monies, uh, because, you know, living alone, got more bills because, you know, you don't have someone there to pay those bills while you pay the rent. So you got to pay it all now. Uh, so we uh, I put together a Chesapeake Hockey Week collection on uh, Sp- Teespring or now what they call spring. And here it is. Look at it. It's all cool. You got the long sleeve. You got the got the socks. You got the classic T-shirt. You got the zip up hoodie with the little logo on the front on the other side. And uh, you got the you got the the women's comfort tee. You got the die cut sticker. You got the pullover hoodie. And you got slides. Because fuck you, slides. <laughs> they look detachable. I don't know. I don't. They do look detachable. Hold on, let's look at this. I have, I I don't look at my product, folks. Is that for like washing? Um, I mean, they got buttons on the side. They do. They snap in. So you it can take snap- the top off and wash it, or it's if you want to be convertible. I mean, you could at this point, you could see if you could just sell the tops, and then they could be interchangeable, like like the Seinfeld episode, just the tops, top of the muffin <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah, you can. It's interesting. You, I've never seen a pair of slides that you could take weird. the top piece off of. That's fucking insane. Um. You can take it off and wear it as a captain's armband when you're playing footy. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe that's why it was expensive for you to make. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like I said to Johnny during the thing, I tried to keep the prices as reasonable as possible while still making somewhat of a profit. Um, like for instance, this t, this classic T-shirt here, they wanted to start off at um, twenty-five bucks. Oh, interesting. Like, Fuck that noise! I am going to put it at under twenty bucks. And fuck you. I did appreciate how everything uh, had ended in '97, almost. Except for the yeah, the socks and the die cut. I did. I just went with those regular ones. This one was an homage to you. You're twenty two ninety nine. Thank you. Uh, the long sleeve t shirt. Uh, the Johnny. The Johnny P pick. <laughs> but Makes yeah, sense. we're we're gonna work on the actual face off hockey show. Um, if you if you are a part of the Patreon and, listen, and watch the video show or listen to the video show, uh, we have basically had to redo our entire logo. Uh, yeah, it's just old. It's it's an old logo. It's something we've had for almost 20 years. And if not 20 years, because I, I remember exactly where we got that logo. Somebody off the old um, modification website, NHL Depot, made that for me. Um. And then we just used it. We just ran with it, and we, it went on the back of a fucking diecast, or on the back of a back of a fucking NASCAR. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's how it rolls. Baby. It's done a good job for us. We have we have nothing but great things. It's going to be forever embossed into a diecast car. So, but only one size. Only one size. <laughs> uh, they printed yeah. up some of them, and they were like, "Man, nobody can read these logos on the back." I, and you know what? I wonder if that's not it. No, it's probably There's, the they, they looked at it and they're like, how am I supposed to put this Russian machine never breaks logo on it? It's so small already. Right. What are these cookies? <laughs> I'm so confused, but horny at the same time. What? Anyway. Yeah, uh, there were a lot of stickers on there to be a, a 164, like especially if somebody was if, if that was being painted on. Uh huh. Well, <clears throat> I was I was fucking worried that uh that the the fucking one twenty four was going to be a little crowded. One twenty four looked good. It does. It it came out really great. Uh, the Lionel people did well. I still have an email out to Lionel because I'm just like, 
hey, I haven't heard anything from you about this 164 being canceled, but you also charged me money. So what are we doing here? Oh, they charged you for the 164s? Yeah, they they actually, <laughs> on the pre-sale, they took the monies oh. at the pre-sale and then went from there. Gotcha. Anywho, by the well, way. Maybe uh, they'll come from there, but not the other ones who didn't take monies. Possibly. Uh, Hockey Hall of Fame induction announcement for 2022 will be made on Monday. Nice. Just coming across my email. I do always appreciate how it's like, hey, we're going to do everything off season in the first seven days. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, good times, great memories. Other than that, just hanging out at home, trying to adjust to uh, regular life and as, a, as a, a loner with a cat. And uh, yeah, just doing doing my dirt. It was fucking a hundred. So you've, you've become mid thirties female. Essentially, I've become I've become that I've become the cliche middle age. What am I gonna do with my life? Situation. To start eating avocado toast and going to Starbucks. Right, avoc- oh, I can't afford any of those. <laughs> I'm buying things at the dollar store and eating that shit up, man. I've been destroying ramen noodles, but like. In the Italian way of just not putting any of the like powdered sauce in it and just eating it as noodles after I cook it. Sure. This <laughs> <laughs> is just eating it as regular. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there's that. And yeah, it was hot as hell here on Monday. So just fucking trying to stay cool. It's 103, which is abnormally fucking warm out here. Wow. So that was what I wrestled my junior year in high school. There you go. There we go. That's what it said. That's what it that felt like. Felt like you when you wrestled. Uh-huh. Steamy, sweaty. Yep. That's it what happens. Cool. Uh-huh. Lots of humidity. Yeah. Sticky, icky, icky. Like Snoop Dogg in that way. Um, yeah. Let's get to let's get to some uh, let's get to some in the the injury of the week. Oh yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Report. Uh, the only injury really to speak of is the Nick Backstrom injury, which he oh. had hip, hip resurfacing surgery because they can't legally say Zamboni. Um, mm-hmm. And he's out long term. So, so he's already started rehab. He's rehab. Oh, yeah, I think you have to. Because I think if you don't move your hip, it kind of freezes. It's probably not great. Not a great move. Uh, so there's that. Um, is this the last we've seen of uh, Nick Backstrom? Hope not. But I hope not as well. It is It is a possibility as all our heroes get older. We... Uh, <laughs> That was actually that that his pick was the pick of one of the most memorable drafts in our in our history. Yeah. That was the uh, first draft that I was a part of. Nope. That I had credentials for. Nope. Which one was the first draft I had credentials for? Do you have credentials for Nashville? This was either Nashville or Raleigh. It was 03 or 04. Which one was Backstrom picked in? I thought Backstrom was picked in right after Vancouver. No, then no, it wasn't because it would have been because you were there for the OV draft for sure. Um, I was 
Actually, the OV draft was the first one that I had credentials for. Yeah. Because the year before, I did not. When we went to Toronto, you had credentials and I did not. Right. And Nashville, I don't know if you had credentials or not. I think I did. Who knows? Okay. I was there. Yeah. I, I have stories. Yeah, we have things. We'll take to the grave. There, there are traumas. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of therapy involved. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, it was a good time. Good time in Vancouver. And where Vancouver was a good good draft. Vancouver was a good draft. Maybe we'll play it. Maybe maybe that'll be the Face Off Hockey Show flashback this month. <clears throat> the Vancouver oh God. show. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Um so that was Somehow that. Somehow we did that one. Didn't we have to go and find another cord when we were in Vancouver? Yes, we had to go to the, we had to go to that weird Asian strip mall. That Correct. was in Vancouver, West Vancouver. Yes. And we were just trying to explain to the guy who, whose English was his second language, who, who was much smarter and braver than I will ever be, because I fucking can't speak anything outside of English, and sometimes English is hard. So we're trying to explain to him what we need. Dude, fi- we couldn't find it. Dude finds it in an instance because it's his store, and he should, he, he should know, obviously, where things are. But uh, he found it, and we were on our way. Um, that was part of our that added to the collection. We missed the grocery hall of fame. We did, unfortunately, but uh, we did make up for it for a Radio Shack stop. And we went to A and W. We did, but we didn't find any strippers. No, but we got the root beer. Right, right. Well, you know what? Hold on. The stripper thing could have been. We didn't go to the show. We didn't go to the show, but there was kind of a crossing. <laughs> There was a crossing, yes. We we heard about it. We heard about it. We saw it. We're about it. Mm -hmm. There we are. Maybe that's the yeah. That's the that that could be the flashback show. Oh my god, love it. All right, Johnny. Do you know we have a Patreon? We do. Yes. Right in uh, in about um, a month or so, it's our only form of money. Uh Oh. Oh no no no! Until until I figure out how to get Podbean to throw ads at our show again, right? So we got that going for us. Hey, it's a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/FaceOffHockeyShow. That money's going to help us create a new logo. So we got that. Um, but it's also where you guys can interact with us. You get the video show if you just donate a single dollar every month. Um, and you know that's four shows for a dollar. That's a quarter a show. How about that? Or if you want to give five dollars, you help pick a segment. You go ahead and also help fund us in our future endeavors, like possibly getting a new logo, uh, hotels if we want to go on the road for the show purposes, not just for funsies. Um, yeah, not just for a binge opportunity in Montana. Uh, no, it's for show stuff. So I'd be up for that though, the binge opportunity in in yeah. Montana. Across the border to Montana, and then, but the problem is we we forget it and it's a Montana steakhouse and we still binge. Mm. Um, Patreon.com/slash/FaceOffHockeyShow. You can be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Shonimich. They contribute, so can you. Patreon.com/slash/FaceOffHockeyShow. All the money back into the show in one shape or form or another. That's right, buddy. That's right, buddy. Yep, sure is. You want to come in and talk? You just want to use when you just 
No one's around. By the way, trying to uh, have a cat who's needy and mm-hmm. not have anybody deflect. Yep. Join us for the Patreon pick. How's that? How's that? You're going to do that? You're going to help us? Now you're going to be shy? Now you're going to be a brat? Huh? You're going to look away? Asshole. <laughs> All right. Cooper all says hi, everybody. Second screen experience, Johnny P. Yeah. Uh, so I was watching game three. Okay. The blowout game. And since it was a blowout, I know I didn't have to give two fucks about the actual broadcast in of itself. Because fucking who cares at that point? It was like six to two. Like, well, let me try something new. ESPN Plus has the ice cast. Where it's a second screen. It's an it's a aerial view of the rank. All aerial all the time. All literally all not even any replays. Like literally an aerial feed and then the broadcasters are talking about the replay on the TV thing and you still get the aerial as the guys are changing. Oh, that's distracting. So here is the ice cast brought to you by ESPN. Um, So here's the layout. It's basically the same thing as the ABC broadcast, but with the offensive time zone, the time on ice and then the goaltender saves and these other little stats here. The only thing that moves is the offensive time and when the players switch up. And this is all the information you get. Okay. So, I mean, I feel like that could be decently useful to figure out plus minus. Yes. However, A, it takes up a third of this. This bottom part takes up about a third of the screen. Yeah. So I was looking at that, like when you brought this up real fast, uh, from my perspective, like, I don't know how you can make, how you can shrink that unless maybe you can hope that people don't have, like, super long names and put two columns, one that has, like, forwards and one that has defensemen and goalies. So then you take off the helmets. But then, I mean, how do you know which team is which except for that little avalanche and lightning thing on there or, you know, actually knowing the players? There's that, too. That's right. Um yeah i don't know how this changes though that's there's a lot going on right there to not have it take up more than to not have it take up a third of the screen especially so here's the thing i would do Mm -hmm. but i i realize that you uh also are probably grabbing the real feed too why don't you have the score on top of the helmets so then you can push the camera up some (laughs) Yeah, there's that too. You could like show me more ice instead of like the first eight rows of the uh, stands <laughs> because you're putting a fucking timer and uh, and the score in the top corner. Like, find a way that that information shows up on the on the helmets. And you best better believe that in transition, this gets in the way of when it goes down the ice because the camera can't readjust as quickly. Oh yeah, just so like going through the neutral zone, it's just all stats. It's like a fucking. It's some. It's the advanced stats nerd's wet dream. It's like watching. Uh, it's like watching um, hockey TV. Exactly. When yeah. they don't have any focus on the actual puck carrier. Um, so and I and I think you almost have to do it like NASCAR. You have on the side here the away team up top, the home team on the bottom, and then you have the box over here. You know, you I'd have, be fine with that too. 
scrolling stats over this way. So kind of like um kind of like ESPN news. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would make more sense. Yeah, I agree with that. And then and and the thing is is they also had Sean McDonough. Is it Sean McDonough? Is that his name? I don't fucking know. Possibly. Like dude and Ray Ferraro. Okay. Um so they still had that overvoice for the game. So they're actually doing the actual broadcast for the game. If I'm doing a second screen experience, and I am, because uh-huh. this is how this theory works, I'm putting different voices on here. Agreed. I am putting, I am putting, I'm doing the guy, I'm doing Arta O'Cal, I'm doing our boy Wish, I'm doing Kevin Weeks. Well, uh, I want some people who can talk about what's on the screen, especially if you're not going to see replays. And while there's intermissions or like little breakage and stoppages, they can tell like stories. Right. And, and and even then, like you can dissect it and and do all that fun stuff and just you can pop in when Ray Ferraro or Sean McDonough are going off on their own little thing. Uh, and I think you just need different. I know for NASCAR and I go keep going back to NASCAR, but that's because I cover it. And um, there we are. But NASCAR on their champ, uh, they used to on the CSN during their championship race. It was on the M- the championship race was on NBC proper. And they had a second screen experience on MSNBC where it was a different commentating crew. It was a different play by uh, lead play by play guy, a different uh, uh, analyst. And then they had the camera angles were all four championship contenders in car camera. Oh, that's cool. And then they just kept like Lee Diffie and Dale Jarrett were talking about the race and doing this, that, and the other. They would pop into the NBC feed every now and again, like just to check the race itself, and then pop back into the championship contenders. Dale, Dale Jarrett talks about what he did back in the day when he won his championship and all this other stuff. So, I mean, it, I understand this is a new gimmick for everybody involved, but quite honestly, I think you can you can, you can can spice it up a bit. Maybe TNT does that next year when they have the, the uh, Stanley Cup finals. They spice up a little ice. Or maybe, fuck, ESPN well, they could does, use TNT and TBS. Exactly. And then do it that way. Totally fuck over AEW. <laughs> but no, I... Right, right, right. They get, <laughs> AEW Dynamite plays at intermissions. <laughs> there we go. You have a match at intermission. <laughs> or Rampage. Rampage comes on for the intermissions. <laughs> um, no, I think that I appreciate your idea of flipping it to the side. I think that makes a lot of sense. I don't need the score... Put the score in the side as well. Yeah. And I want other people talking. I agree with you all around. And I want other stats on the scrolling board. Like you do like ESPN News and you have the scroller board at the bottom here. Where it's like. Oh, you mean. Yeah, that makes sense. And you do like just the one line. Yeah, exactly. You do shot blocks, shots, um, you know, power play shots, any other stats you can make. So I actually uh, I read an article today and uh, I think I feel like it ties in here, but it was uh, basically how FIFA uh, has teamed up with some like stats company and they have a singular analyst who watches one person per game and just follows that one person around the field. And they're now keeping tracks of like of like um, good runs and like. Uh, showing for the ball and like stuff like that now as well. Oh, it's like that elite prospect twenty uh twelve hundred page prospect <laughs> guide. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they have one person just an- psychoanalyzing the game 
for that. That's good. I mean, that's resourceful for for broadcast and stuff like that. Um, well, for- apparently they can get the stats within like 30 seconds or something like that, too. So the people like do calling the game can like bring up a stat that's like that's like, I don't know, Clint Dempsey has had eight touches inside the box and has made six runs that, you know, has could have gotten him if the ball could have gotten to him, he would have had scoring chances, you know, stuff like that. Sure. Like, I don't know how that translates to hockey, but I feel like you can have those types of stats like scrolling along the bottom like you were talking about. Mm hmm. Definitely. Like the distance, the distance skated like they want to do that shit. Yeah. Follow hardest it. shot of the game. Yeah, exactly. Top top speed, top speed shot on each player, and then you got you got one defensive defenseman who was uh, his whose only shot on goal was actually just the dump in from was center. It flip. Been <laughs> it was a fifteen mile per hour shot. Jan Ruda has a fifteen mile per hour hardest shot. It was on a dump in in the corner. I do uh, I do like this concept. Yes, I feel like it could definitely be better. Um, like you said, I feel like there are people who have done it better already. So why don't you just take shit from other people? That's what ESPN does best. Exactly. They do it with anchors. They do it with sports licensing. Why not do it with the actual creative? Um, and then, yeah, I mean, you have, especially with ESPN, you have so many channels and you have so much bandwidth on your ESPN plus you can fucking make this work. It's not, it's not rocket surgery. We can make this happen in the easiest way. Yeah. I do appreciate this high view. I feel like watching it on a TV would make me nauseous. Mm-hmm. But um, like I appreciate sitting all the way up in the top so I can see everything that goes on. Makes plays develop. Yeah. That's, Plus I can stand. If I'm you, at like the top of the arena, I can stand above people and like watch the game. So You want to feel tall. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes you, get, sometimes you get a race. I don't know what to tell you. So... There you go. That was that. I I like the idea. The second screen experience, second screen experience is a good idea, especially with so many people having so many devices open. Like I had the TV on my laptop open and my plane on my phone. Right. I had the ability to do everything. And I mean, sure. Am I going to need LASIK here probably in the next six months? Yeah. Fucking blue light sucks. But I'm going to get the ones that has the blue light lenses and get those in my eyes. Smart. See? Technology and stuff. That's what they should do. They should be able to implant progression lenses in your eyes so mm-hmm. that they, like, when you go outside, they, like, tint up and become sunglasses. Listen, man, it's 2022. Metaverse is coming. We got to get ready. Uh, so, there we go. Second screen experience. Both like the idea. Execution needs a little work, though. Does. Execution. It does. But again, it's ESPN's first year back after God knows how long afterwards. Uh, a lot of people not too fond of ESPN, but I mean, at least they're trying something new, and it what yes. and it hasn't been like the Stanley Cup Final hasn't just been like, hey, we're at ESPN, we know you're gonna watch it. Hasn't fallen flat on its dick yet, so. I mean, I'm, I applaud them for trying something new. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't realize, so I've been giving Emily Kaplan shit like all year about how ESPN's using her wrong because um, they're giving her all these like human interest stories where she could be great at just like asking questions and stuff. And apparently she was like one of the very few people at the beginning of the year was like, that was like, yeah, I'll do sideline reporting. Mm-hmm. So I applaud her for that. 
Yeah, you know what? I like Emily Kaplan, and I think she has a lot of potential. I think you see that in. Um, I think she has more potential than what she they're letting her do, but. But still. I think you, you see that on around the horn, like how much she actually does know, and how how great she is, and how underutilized she is in ESPN. She's she's someone who I can definitely see branching out beyond hockey, and doing like E60 stuff, doing a lot more stuff like outside the lines, like doing that magazine journalism that deep dive journalism because she's really good at that she's good at conveying a story um so yeah that's that's you know i like i'm i'm a big fan of emmy kaplan but i think she's watered down in the nhl product yes agreed she's bigger than sport bigger than the sport right now which it kind of sucks to say because you know women media women media in in the nhl uh, doesn't get a good rap, and her leaving wouldn't be fine. Uh, it wouldn't be great in general, but I think she's better than the NHL. Just as simple as that. So, all right. Pop dog. Mark with the C joins us. We Howdy. Like, it's getting it's getting bigger and bigger each time. That's what she said. Hey, buddy. What's That's that? like Mark's deck. It's deck. <laughs> Love my deck. Uh, what do you think about second screen experiences, Mark? Well, depends on what angle you're getting the second angle screen the from. The angle of the dangle. <laughs> Are we talking like a mirror situation or? Well, we were talking about, did you, did you, uh, no, we we're talking about the ice cast. Oh, oh, uh, oh, 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 oh. Then, uh, you know, I got it. It, it, it. All of those things seem gimmicky to me. So look, picture in picture was supposed to revolutionize this sort of television viewing. How many televisions have actual picture in picture these days? Because I don't have any. Do you? Panasonic went out of business. Yeah. So it would have been picture in picture is perfect for this sort of scenario where if you want to focus on one player, it's up there in the top corner. And you're watching the game on the big screen or vice versa. If you care more about the guy, there you go. And then the other things in the top corner, fine. Not a lot of people are going to pick up their tablet and put it off to the side and go back and forth. Unless you're watching multiple different games. Now, Mm. when we're talking Saturday morning Premier League, yeah, I got a lot of different screens. Multiple screens. Watching all sorts of different games at the same time. I don't know what I'm turning into here. <laughs> I don't know what uh, stick I was trying to pull off there. Big time. I'm making it here, making it there. I got hey. months on the games. Hey. That's right. And yeah. then you gotta and then you just go full red zone eventually and you're like, just show me all the games at the same time. Show me your scoring chances, let's go. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I don't know. It seems like a gimmick to me. Then again, fair enough. I haven't seen it yet. I'm totally speaking. And 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 also, I'm going to admit that I just heard about it about three minutes ago. So I'm making snap judgments. So here is the ESPN ice cast. This is the only angle you get. This is the only so you get. It's, it's, it's like you're watching the game on uh, some college uh, broadcast, right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's true, Mark. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, that's kind of the, uh, kind of the deal there, so wh- but that it's, why, why can't they just use the live feed then and just, I mean, I don't get it. Well, they're using the camera angle and they're using the live audio feed. So or, I like, 
Okay. Stay with me here. Uh-huh. The views that they use for power plays, uh-huh, just switch back and forth. Yeah. Right? Whoever's on offense, switch to the other side. It'll be like NHL 94. <laughs> and and then post the, the stats on the bottom. Yeah. Oh. Right? From behind, the, up, up and behind the goal on each side. Yeah. Back. I will say that I re- I really like the um, low board camera angle that yes. they've incorporated this year. I think it just started this year, but I could be wrong. Maybe it's been here for a while, but it's been more widely used this year. I think. Is it because that's how you normally watch games? Oh, no, No, it's like from the real low. I can't see through the board. (laughs) There's like a hole in the board. They cut a hole in the board. It wasn't meant to be a short joke, (laughs) but yes, it could be. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm used to standing in the Johnny P corner. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of like timeout, but not really. Like I put myself over there. Right. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to be here. Tired of y'all. It is great how this, what you have up on screen right now is like offensive zone time. Mm-hmm. All these people. And then Andre Vasilevsky. Like, why even put the goalie? If you're, if you're giving a stat about offensive zone time, why are we putting the, Vasilevsky on there the, in the first the place? Thing. Here's what's fucked. It's offensive zone time, but that's just the a, a header and the stat. And then you have the players on ice, their time on ice, their total time on ice, yeah. and goalie. This statistical context is whack, man. Come on. We, Johnny and I have agreed that we have uh, that we should do the stats on the sidebar, miscellaneous stats scrolling, much like ESPN News, and different commentators because they use the actual in-game audio from ABC. So, all right, here... I, we're all right. We're we're almost we're four minutes into the third period here. Okay, which means that forty-four minutes of hockey have been played. That's great, man. Okay, yep. so we're looking at roughly twenty minutes of offensive zone time here. You're telling me that twenty-four minutes of the game have been spent in the neutral zone? Get the fuck out of here. These well, guys for these players. No, it's not. No, that math doesn't to- add up either. Total. That's total. That's total. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I get it. If like, so it's, even that's even a lot of neutral zones. Even with dump-ins. Well, how okay. do you, one of those things, how do you calculate off? Is it offensive zone time when you only have possession? Yes, it must be. Because yeah, th- these think- guys must be sitting behind their net for minutes at a time. Yeah. With the puck. Just waiting for line changes. Waiting for line changes. Or during the power play, doing the slingshot, passing it back. <laughs> just <and> just <laughs> rotating the slingshot. Exactly. And as then soon not, as you drop the puck back, you get behind the the double slingshot. It's like and the, then not and then not gaining the zone. The devil's elephant. Yeah, not gaining the zone and having to retrieve it again. I so I envision a person though sitting there with one of those like time clocks like they do during chess, like hitting it <laughs> <laughs> and being like offensive zone time has started for the Avalanche, and then it like comes yeah. back the other side. They're like stop it. They like hit the other side. ESO has to employ 36 people to watch a single person each time. And it's nah. So I've, I've changed my, uh, my view on, on this situation here. It sucks. It stinks. (laughs) If you're going to show me useless stats and a shitty camera angle, what's the point? I'll just watch NBCSN. Love you, lady. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Like, really, do I need to know that uh, Nico Sturm spent eight minutes or excuse me, as he has had the puck in the offensive zone for a total of eight seconds this entire game? Why do I need to know that? Well, no, that's that's just a shift on the ice. Is it, though? Yes. Oh, yes. OK. 
So then what's the point? <laughs> and he's played four minutes and 51 seconds total. Total. Yeah, total of the game. <sighs> Again, so why show me offensive zone time at all then? Exactly. I don't fucking know. ESPN. ESPN it should like- just be shift time. <sighs> We're just get rid of the bar and t- if, if 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 those two bars said avalanche and lightning, I'd have been like, okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you extend too much part- information, you extend this part out over here, and then we're good. Yes, exactly. All right. Or give me some headers on the columns there. Oh God, I'm so who- glad you put the er at the end. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it took me a second. It, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Obviously, you have two kids. Uh. <laughs> oh God! It's so Miko Rantanen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How about that? That guy. Um. Oh man. By the way, Mark, have you, bought, have you bought your Chesapeake Hockey Week gear? Yes. All right. No, I haven't. I'm sorry. Bitch. God damn it. <laughs> Mark, you can go to face face hyphen off hyphen hockey hyphen show dot creator hyphen spring dot com and get the luxurious CHW collection. Ooh, I like those uh those slip ons. Those yep. are nice. And they snap off. <laughs> Imagine walking out to get the, the mail in those. I gotta I gotta ask the question though. Doesn't that defeat the purpose of the slip on? <laughs> See? Yeah, kinda. <laughs> But let's not think about it. <laughs> I mean, I like it. It's, it's, they still it's, look great. I'll, I'll never. I just won't ever snap them off unless I'm in some sort of catastrophic foot injury. Scotty, you should make a second. Uh, you should make a second set that have white tops, and then somebody could buy both sets and just like make them like switch them out. It's what happens if you have to get onto the beach quick. It's like those the the tearaway shorts. <laughs> it's the tearaway pants, but it's for your feet. That's how we should market those. It's tearaway pants for your feet. <laughs> yeah. Plug in the merch, plug in the merch. And then uh, we, we mentioned that uh, we're going to take the Patreon money and make a new logo for Face Off Hockey Show. Hey. Actually, you know, I did show the logo to uh, someone once, and they are like, that's scary. I was like, yeah, you're probably right. It also may have been Hudson, now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> I bet you if he showed him again right now, he'd be okay with it. Yeah, probably. What a fucking focus group. Yeah. That is my, it's my only focus. Who do you think I talk to? I don't know. You guys and and my son pretty much is it. (laughs) I don't talk to anybody else. Son, let me, son, let me show you this. I need, I need, I need. Let me get some ideas on what you think about our logo from 20 years ago (laughs) that we're still using. Oh, shit. Well, I was telling Johnny, like, the, with the tip, the uh, the whole thing cost mm-hmm. fifty bucks for the Chesapeake Hockey Week logo. So, Fiverr.com, yeah. man, crazy shit, crazy shit. Uh, hey, we got coaching carousel news. Uh, new coach, old coaches, but in new places. Starting off with John Tortorella in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, that was gonna happen. Four year deal to go to Philly. So. It was it was meant to be. It was a match made in. He'll see Larry Brooks in gritty times a year. It's gonna be great. Um. Uh, we mentioned Bruce Cassidy last week to Vegas. Pete DeBauer going to Dallas. Can't beat him. Join him. 
He goes to be the Stars. Uh, I think I saw 26th head coach Ooh. in Stars history. It's almost too bad these guys get fired and then like get new jobs like four weeks later. Right? Why is uh, that bad? Yeah. I mean, just because you get no one new in here. They're just sh- reshuffling chairs on the Titanic. The NHL Green <laughs> Initiative is going What's strong. What's the maybe. Titanic in that analogy? The NHL. The NHL. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, uh, the space cowboy, Paul Maurice going to, uh, Florida. He is a new Panther head coach, Andrew Burnett, the cow, Ted Nolan, uh, treatment one year goes, gets nominated for the Jack Adams and then gets the boot. That's crazy to me. That seems bizarre. Which did anyone ask the players? Because I feel like Andrew Burnett had to have at least gotten the confidence of the players to have taken that team after such a tumultuous beginning of the season with Quenville leaving and mm-hmm. to get them to be cohesive and focused and get them through the season and not only through the season, but win the president's trophy. Okay. So they lost in the second round. That's still a great season. Yeah, it <laughs> is the, 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 the players had to have been behind him. Did anybody ask the players? No. No, because his, his his contract was up, so Florida's just like, we can re-sign him. He knows the team. We're going to bring Paul Maurice in. Right. You know what? Fuck it. Get LaViolette out. I'll take Burnett. Right? <laughs> Get LaViolette out. We'll take Trotz again. See if we can run it back. Or, yeah, or maybe we'll take both of them, and LaViolette can go pound sand. Exactly. Uh, Dan Bielsma is back into coaching. He is the new head coach for the Coachella Valley Firebirds of the AH. Oh, Coachella. Yeah, baby. The set, uh, our, our name is the set list did not work. Uh, unfortunately yep. did not get picked, but here we are in life. Jay Woodcroft, the best Seth MacFarlane impersonator ever is staying in Edmonton for a three year, uh, contract signing for himself. So congrats to him. Um, Bill Haslam. Is set to become the new Nashville Predators owner, the former governor of Tennessee, uh, former major league uh, or minor league baseball uh, owner, and a very Republican guy, like Chick Fil A Republican. Okay. Is, okay. So uh, there's no gonna be no Nashville games on Sundays. No Nashville games on Sundays, and we're getting rid of that fucking rainbow. You best believe that. Um, and then uh, he's also his brother owns the uh, Cleveland Browns, Jim Haslam. So you know this is success in the future of the National Press. That's right. Yes, and lots of uh, alleged rapists as well. Yes, allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged. Seventy-five masseuse in a two-year span. Allegedly. allegedly. Where do you find the time? Really, to find that many? Shouldn't masseuse? you be reading playbooks or something? <laughs> well. I get, look at the Texans record. It wasn't that great. <laughs> Obviously, he didn't. I guess technically you could multitask. I don't know. When you're getting a little happy ending, I don't know. He's just drawing <laughs> plays in the sand. He's like, go right, deep. Go you deep. Guys, you guys go that way. Button hook. Button hook. But, oh, there you go. <laughs> exactly. He's just like, oh, I'm done. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, Allegedly. <laughs> Hey, did you watch the awards show last night? Boy, I was it a pile not. of shit. Oh, God, it was terrible. The best line Keenan Thompson had was at the end of the show before they literally cut power to the place. So good. Oh, so great. 
Um, so Austin Matthews wins the Hart Trophy for uh, he wins the Hart Trophy and the Lindsay Trophy for NHLPA and NHL MVP. Uh, as he's walking off stage during the Hart Trophy, he says, "Man, it was great to see uh, someone in Toronto winning an award in June." <laughs> um, so well, great fucking line. The, well, the best part for me, I, I didn't watch this again. I'm making snap judgments ten seconds after I found out about it. But Keenan Thompson's his claim to fame is improv, not Mighty Ducks too. He's an improvisational co- comedy man, that so you got to give say. him space. And I bet they scripted most of his shit yesterday. So oh, it's not. Oh, great. yeah, yeah, definitely they scripted it. Yeah. So you got to give him room. So that was probably his only unscripted line, and it was gold. It was gold, Jerry. Gold. So what was great is that he says the line, and then he kind of chuckles, and you can hear other people chuckle, and he's like, "All right, well, that was our show. I hope you." <laughs> and it like clicks off, and it's like. It comes up with like the uh, sponsors, and then it's like the NHL, and then it goes right to <laughs> something else. Like he didn't even get to finish what he was they saying. Did not, they didn't time it out really well at all. Um, so Matthews t- or takes home the big award. The GM award was announced, and Johnny, to answer your question, it's going to be announced. That the winner is going to be announced at the draft. <laughs> okay, because I was like, I was like, they announced the three finalists, and then they didn't tell me what happened, and then they're like, all right, so the Hart Trophy. I'm like, what the. How how the fuck did, did I just hear? black out? <laughs> so wait, so the G the GM of the year award uh-huh. is going to be announced at the only event where a general manager really matters. Yes. Yeah. Smart. I mean, it makes sense on some level, but still, isn't that like patting yourself on the back a little bit? It is kind of jerking yourself off with both. <laughs> but like the NHL known for that. Yeah. The GM's gonna go up to make his first pick and accept an award while he's making the first overall pick or whatever. Who cares? Exactly. Well, no. Anybody. Well, definitely not the first overall. Anybody who's GM of the year ain't getting that first pick. That would be so good. Like, like, like Chris Drury walks up to make the pick for the Rangers, and Jerry Bettman comes walking out. He's like, "I think you guys are gonna like this." (laughs) It comes out with an award. This the award, but it's covered in something, so they people don't don't know what it is. so well, the final new award, right? No, they've had it for years. Ah. Um, the award is are uh, the finalists are uh, Julian Breezewa, Chris Drury, uh, Joe Sakic, finalists for GM of the year. But winners of actual awards: Kale McCarr edged out Roman Yossi mm-hmm. for the Norris Trophy. Uh, oddly enough, somebody left Roman Yossi completely off the ballot. <laughs> Strip him of that. Um, most Snyder. Or most, yeah, most cider, most cider, Mo, Mo, cider, Mo, cider. Um, I don't know why he didn't get picked by the Bruins. Is uh, top rookie Calder Trophy and James Sabalski of Sportsnet says, why didn't Trevor Zegers get the award? He does highlight real things. Uh, it's like fucking, I hate old white people. Um, and I can say that as an old white myself. It's true. You're right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Anze Kopitar won the uh, Mark Messier award in a uh, in a award given out prior. Uh, Kyle... <laughs> Isn't that just appropriate though? Right. Pre-taped. We yeah. don't have time for this during the actual show. It was during... God forbid we let Mark Messier show up. He was there. He was, he was there. <laughs> That's the weird part. Like they didn't even <laughs> let him present his own award. Are we sure it wasn't like animatronic Mark Messier? That's yeah, true. He's doing <laughs> ESPN intermission, so it could be. Great. Um. I can't watch intermissions. I put it on mute. It's terrible. Um, Andre Sisterkin, Vezina Trophy winner, top goalie. Igor? E- Igor. What did I say? 
Andre. Andre. Yeah. That's fine. It was a Freudian slip. It was one of the two. It was it was some Russian goalie. <laughs> uh, he wins uh, top goalie of the year. Uh, Kyle Connor won the uh, the uh, most gentlemanly the lady or the, yeah the lady Bing. Uh, Daryl Sutter won the Jack Adams Award for Coach of the Year. So congratulations, I'm in there. Uh, Is that Daryl Sutter's first Jack Adams? I want to say he won it in 04 when, when he they when they were t- 05 whatever. Yeah, whatever season after the lockout when they went to the or before, before the lockout when they went to the finals. Yeah, <clears throat> so I want to say that's when he. I want to say he won it, but I can't be entirely sure. Um, let's see. Come on, Jack Adams. Because he's been coaching for a solid like I feel. I want to say like twenty five years or thirty years. Um, let's see. He's he's coached a lot. So he coached from ninety two to ninety five in Chicago. 97 to 03 in San Jose. Uh 03 to 7 uh, 03 to 06 in Calgary, 11 to 17 in Los Angeles, and then back to Calgary for part of last year and all of this year. Yeah. So, 1397 games. So he's won more than a few cups then. Uh he won both cups in LA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then went to the cup uh Three times, if you include. Them. Oh yeah, they didn't win in 04 because they got beat by Dave Anderchuk. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell? So there's that. He also coached in the IHL too. He won a Turner Cup with the uh, Indianapolis Ice in 1990. So Ted Turner stealing everything these days. Yeah, that's exactly it. Actually, <laughs> that's exactly it. Because he bought the IHL and he's like, I'm going to make my own trophy. <laughs> yeah. That's what he sounded like. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. Well, it's a, more like, I'm Ted Turner and I'm going to steal all the trophies. Except <laughs> I'm a little more Southern than that. Well, I say there, boy. There I'm you go. go that's more, more Foghorn Leghorn and less <laughs> Waterboy. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Mama, Mama told me I'm going to steal these trophies. <laughs> Wow, Richardson joins us with Spectres Hockey Highway. <laughs> nice boy, but about as sharp as a bag of wet mice. Exactly. That's my Ted Turner. There you oh, go. Perfect. All right. Yours is probably better than ours, for sure. <laughs> the, the Canadian has the better Southern accent. I yes. say, I say, I didn't know she was a communist. Boy, I said, boy. That is life. Uh, Jane Fonda. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> Wasn't Jane Fonda a communist? I don't fucking know. <laughs> that's she's an accusation a allegedly wasn't she allegedly a con <laughs> allegedly <laughs> yeah, you can't just go making claims like that you got to put allegedly ahead well, I, put, I put it as a question i didn't know that's what the wedding vows sounded like have you or have you ever been a communist before i marry you before i say i do but i say i say before i say i do have you been or have you God, ever will I, be boy let, let me tell you i will own slaves but i will not give anything to anybody else jesus <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yes. Before we get into anything, it is extremely weird <laughs> to... Uh, I, I was just watching Jeopardy for 15 minutes, well, getting ready the... for the NHL playoffs. Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing says hockey quite like Jeopardy. So, like, the games being on ABC is great for, you know, 
numbers and everything but the lead-in you could do a little better nhl but which is a which is a more a harsh transition though going from like law and order special unit or whatever to hockey or from jeopardy into hockey Hmm. well see you have to think about the audience that's going to stick around people that are watching jeopardy are Probably not going to stick around just for random hockey games on ABC. They're they're waiting for like but the Law and Order Law and Order could. SVU. It's kind of it's a Venn diagram, but yeah, you, you got to do a shuffle of programming there. I think. Uh, well, man, I was like, really hoping if I could I could tell if that girl killed somebody else. Oh, hockey game, exactly. Lyle, have you bought your Chesapeake Hockey Week gear yet? Oh, you know, it's it's right there on my to-do list, yeah. right up there with the uh, as soon as I get uh, in a location where I can get Chesapeake hockey gear, I will. Well, you can. It's on the Internet now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn, the Internet has caught me. I know, right? It's catching up to you. You get the long sleeve, you get the socks, you got the slides done button. It's a fucking majesty. Uh, just go face hockey, face hyphen off hyphen hockey. Hyphen, it's almost as bad as your URL back in the day, uh, in terms of where to go to get it. So, there we go. Plug in the merch, plug in the merch. Lyle, what do you think about these playoffs? This playoffs? final series, um, it's <clears throat> altitude against attitude. Mm-hmm. It seems that finally the lightning have woken up as they off, they, they've seemed to do after a little bit of a slow start. Uh, for a second straight series. Can they keep this up? Is, <laughs> is this a desert mirage? And if they can keep it up for more than four hours. Um, <laughs> they should, can, should they call do, doctor. can they do it a mile above sea level? Well, uh, first of all, that, that last question is a rather personal one, Scotty. I don't think that's one that we can should Can they really join the Mile High Club? Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah, each each series or each game in the series has just been... Just interesting little differences. I mean, the first the first game was you know first period all avalanche, second period all lightning, third period could go either way, and then you know early uh, early goal by uh, Burakovsky in overtime, and that and the Avs take the first game, second game total blowout. You know, I I I don't fault people for for watching that game and going okay, that's it. The Lightning have finally hit the wall. They have finally faced a team they cannot beat. They're just too fast because they really were just being skated out of the building in game two. Holy shit, that yeah. was lopsided. Yeah, that that loss was worse than the one they they had when they got beaten five nothing by the Leafs to start their series. And Leafs fans were going, oh my god, the Leafs are going to win this every game in this series. <laughs> uh, um, but, uh, and then game three and it, 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 it puts me in mind almost as if like the, the lightning are just so damned experienced at this stage that it's just like, okay, we're going to take a game or two, first two games to see what you guys got. Okay. <laughs> we'll we're going we're gonna, to, we're going to see what you got. You know, you bring it. Let's see what you got. And it's like, Okay. Now we've given you a sense of false hope on your home ice. Now we must break you. And they come back to Tampa Bay and, oh boy, <laughs> talk about night and day. What a difference. What a difference. Well, they even spotted the as a goal at I home. Yeah. They're know. like, okay, here you guys yeah. go. It's just like, yeah, it's just, that's, see, that's the thing about them though is, is, is 
when when you're a a a two a two time two time defending champion in here for the third straight time, you don't panic when you fall behind, and that was the thing in Game Three. They scored, the building went quiet, but you just like I I'm sitting there going, man, this ain't over. Jesus, come on. Okay, yes, they gave up the first goal again, but it was just nah. There's something different about them this time, and it was just like, oh yeah. You know, off they went. And that's that second period was just wow. <laughs> you know, now tonight could be a different story. I mean, it, it could just be the abs could be going, OK, OK, we, 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 we see what you're capable of. All right. Let's we're going to match you and we're still going to skate you out of the building. So yeah. it's going to be interesting so to see what happens. This, this is this is a, uh, <clears throat> a a tired sports trope. Use it how you will. Actually, I'm going to go with the double tired sports trip. Oh, how bad is Tampa Bay's ice in mid June? First of all, second of all, how hard is it for a team like Tampa Bay to skate with Colorado in Denver at at altitude? Is well, it? Is it yeah. Do you think that that is making a difference? Well, if it, if it did, it wasn't apparent in Game One. Um, except for the first period, it wasn't apparent in game one and, and by game two, you should be acclimatized. You know, I mean, I'm used to, I've, I've, you know, been used to that sort of thing. Uh, you know, when, when I, when I was living in Calgary, you go out there, you first get there and you go out for a run, you're just like, oh, holy shit. I don't remember being that I suck so bad at running. And then you're like, after a couple of days, oh, I'm fine. Gee, I wonder why altitude asshole you're adjusting. But, you know, I would have thought that the blow game would have been game one if altitude was was the difference. That's when I would have expected to see uh, to see, you know, the lightning get blown out or really struggle. But so I don't think altitude really had that much to do with it. But in terms of uh, ice, once upon a time, like oh, back when the uh, the lightning were, you know, 18 years ago when they were in, the in their first Stanley Cup final, you could make the case that, wow, yeah, that shitty ice, that shitty ice. It's not really as much of a case anymore, you know? I mean, the, the, the improvements they've made in, 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 you know, maintaining ice, quality of ice now. I mean, there's a reason why <laughs> those freaking buildings, I mean, Jesus, they're, you know, it, uh, you know, the guys, there are a couple of guys in the hockey news that are down covering this, and they're like, Jesus, I sweated my balls off, and then I go into the arena, and I have to wear a freaking sweater. It's fucking freezing in here, and it's like, yeah, it's fucking freezing in there, because that's how they're maintaining the ice now. <laughs> but it, it does make a, a, a big difference. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that, yeah, that they're, the ice there isn't, you know, it may be as good a quality as it might be in 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 uh, Denver, but it's not a big issue like it was 15, 20 years ago where you could say, oh, yeah, they're getting the advantage because they're playing in slush and they're used to playing in, in playing on on piss poor ice conditions. Because, you know, you could have said the same thing about uh, the series against the Rangers. It wasn't that long ago, a couple of weeks ago, you know. And they go down to Tampa Bay and they win those two games. And I heard some people say, well, yeah, well, let's see what, how they do when they go back to Madison Square Garden. Well, we saw what they did. <laughs> you know? So it wasn't the ice. Um, I just think it's a case of this is a very experienced team that they got. Well, they got embarrassed and humiliated in game two. Game one, I think like it, I think they felt they gave a good account of themselves. Started yeah, had a, they shook off a bad first period, came back and tied it. Could have gone either way in that one. And then they just got humiliated in game two. So game three, it was like, 
the mode that was the motivation it was like oh no 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 you're not gonna you're not gonna embarrass us and then go back into our own building and think that you're gonna be able to do it again no so there is something to be said for you know a seven nothing victory is poster board material for the other team like Mm -hmm. at some point don't you pump the brakes and be like look if it's four nothing five nothing yeah we keep pressing but we don't want to give them any further motivation to come back after us. Everybody's shaking their head. No, I don't think he can do that. No, not in the cup. Fine. I think that's what I think. I don't know if it was McKinnon or Landeskog said that their main goal was to keep the you know pressure on, keep the foot on the gas. Mm-hmm. Keep going. I mean, you're and, just and, playing hockey at that point. Yeah. And you they know, did. Like, and they did that. They kept the pressure on from start to finish in that game. I thought in the first, in game one, like they came out storming, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is this is a level of speed the Lightning haven't seen before." But it seemed like they kind of eased off in the second period. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it was me, but it just seemed like okay, they're they're not quite pressing the attack as strongly as they were. And then boom, boom, you know, couple of quick goals, and damn, this thing is tied. And and yeah. Uh, you know, game two was just the abs just totally enforcing their will in that in that one. And that, yeah, even us came out of that, come out of that and said, yeah, this is this is a different beast than what uh, the Lightning have faced before. This team is really, really fast. They're really deep. And, you know, I think they, there's reason for legitimate concern here. I wasn't concerned when they fell behind two nothing to the Rangers. Because I knew their experience was going to come through. No offense to the Rangers. I mean, they're a, they got a hell of a team and they got a bright future, but they're they were not at the Lightning's level yet. And I just knew when they fell behind two nothing, it was like they got this, they, they got this. Mm-hmm. But in the, after after that that second game though against the against the Abs, I was like, hmm. Okay, this this is going to be interesting to see. And and don't get me wrong, just because they won Game Three, they're not out of the woods yet here. <laughs> you know, the the Avs could just come out storming again, and now it's three games to one going back mm-hmm. home with a chance to wrap it up Friday night, Friday night or Saturday, 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 yeah, on home ice in in Denver. Mm-hmm. So you know they're not out of the woods yet, but I thought I I thought that was a pretty convincing game though uh, yeah. on their on their part in in game three to kind of show that you know everybody that you know hey we're not done here you know. Don't write us off. We're not. Well, we done. spent we spent the last three weeks, or sorry, six weeks, talking about how the West Coast was a, you know, high flying, mm-hmm. goal scoring, you know, <laughs> Rick 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 Flair shoot, <laughs> you know, do what you got to do there. <laughs> they might be if the oldest any... team in the league, but yeah, they still woo. got the longest line. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> woo! But if there was any team in the East at the beginning of the playoffs that could match that level of freewheeling hockey. I mean, Tampa Bay has got to be at the top of that list. Well, Florida, Florida probably would have been pretty close, but Tampa oh, Bay is right up there. I would have said Florida. I would have definitely said the Leafs as well. And I might have even included the Rangers in that in that category. But it it, it is, a, you know, it is a different level the further on you go. And just being high flying just 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 isn't enough. And we saw the oh boy, did we ever see the physicality come out in game three? Holy shit. Yeah, that was that was was pretty nasty. Um, but that's 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 where it gets. At some point, you know, you're gonna see a team like the Lightning 
they're not going to be able to skate with the Avs. I think they know that. They, they, they can in spurts, but they can't do it a whole game. But what they can do is they can slow your ass down. And I thought they did that pretty effectively in game three. Um, the one thing I did find interesting, too, and, and it just goes to show how much one game can change everything. First two games, Nathan McKinnon just had two assists. Nobody gave a shit, mm-hmm. you know, because all the talk was, wow, you know, they're up two games to nothing. Oh, the Lightning's in real trouble. I mean, how many headlines do I see here? <laughs> you know, TSN, things like that. The Lightning are in trouble and they know it was one headline, you know, and mm-hmm. all this and all that doom and gloom, doom and gloom. Game three, six to two, convincing win for the Lightning. And all of a sudden, people are sticking microphones in front of Nathan McKinnon's face going, uh, are you troubled that you haven't scored yet? Mm. is that an issue are you worried about that are you trouble when do you think you'll be able to get hey blah 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 i was like all of a sudden whoa okay yeah so he only had two assists in the first two games hasn't scored a goal yet and all of a sudden yeah it's just like is 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 this your problem nathan is you know are you not really getting on your horse here and leading your troops sort of thing is sort of the insinuation um yeah just kind of just kind of found that interesting how much that that whole narrative changed in just just one game well, that's always what happens. You go up two nothing and they win one. It's like, oh, it's a series again, and then no, it's not. Yeah. Well, not Our yet. No, not not yet. Not yet. I mean, yeah, the, the the lightning gave themselves some breathing room here. Yeah. They, you know, they're not they're not uh, backs to the wall here facing elimination. But as I said earlier, they're not out of the woods here yet. Lightning or the lightning lose tonight. Yeah. Yeah. They're back. They're back. Then they were in oh, big no. trouble. Then they have stayed. Because then there's no more room for error. They've, they've used that up, you know. But they win tonight. Yes, it's a series. It's a best of three series now. Mm-hmm. You know? so, so they say. Yes. I, w- <laughs> I would ask the group. Surprise, um, best of nine. <laughs> how, uh, how hopped up is Nazem Kadri right now in order to play hockey tonight? Oh, um, both, both, so both eyes are in the same socket right now. go boss (laughs) he has got just a flow of cold spray going into his body Uh whatever it's weird that you just mentioned that because they just showed the uh the cross check to the back Uh, where he went head first into the boards yeah so yeah yeah, no, he is he is hyped and he is possibly legally drugged out of his mind. More am- he's he's he has inhaled enough amyl nitrate to kill a horse. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But now he's just running on adrenaline. Oh fuck yeah. yeah he is a Sudafed <laughs> up ready to go. Because <laughs> I was asked uh, how Kadri was playing tonight, and all I responded back with was drugs? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> drugs, perhaps? Mm. Oh no! Not drugs. The miracle of modern medicine. There you uh, go. Right, tramadol. <laughs> Hyperbolic <laughs> chambers. Ah, uh, right. yes. Let's increase that blood oxygen level. Oh shit! It's boiling. Well, that's not good. <laughs> oh no! It's all part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Hey, Lyle. The uh, the trade rumor mill is just ready. To, everyone's ready. Rip roaring, ready to go as the free agency process starts to come up. <laughs> Trade rumors are happening. Everyone's dicks hard for this fucking all season. <laughs> um, some, some names. First off, the biggest move right now. Uh, Shea Weber's contract has gone to the Vegas Golden Knights. It is ready to go. They are ready to go. Um, 
I gotta say, uh, Kent Hughes is just year. full of surprises. Holy crap! I mean, we all, everybody knew he was shopping that contract. Mm-hmm. Most folks thought it was going to Arizona, and Where instead, contracts go to die. Not yeah. instead, he pulls a swerve by sending it to Vegas and actually gets a serviceable player back in return. I mean, you know, now that player could end up getting getting traded, you know, during the summer here as as well. I mean, I would not rule out Evgeny Dadanoff. I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go stitching your name on the back of that Habs jersey just yet. Why? Yeah, oh, no. it, 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 it's 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 possible he could be traded uh, during the off season here, <clears throat> but just to be able to pull that off, you know, and and some people were, well, why would Montreal do this? Why would they not keep Shea Weber and just put him on LTIR again? Because going on LTIR is a bad thing. No team really wants to do that because you can't accrue cap space over the course of the season which makes it very difficult to recall players. Or if you happen to even be in a position where, who knows, maybe maybe Montreal ends up being in a position where you could qualify for a playoff spot, they wouldn't be able to have enough money accrued to be able to add a player by a trade. So it's it, it was in their best interest to, to trade away Shea Weber. Whereas the Golden Knights, their, uh, their need is more immediate. So, yeah, they're like, fine, fine, we don't care. We'll put him on LTIR. Maybe next year we'll flip his contract like a hot potato to somebody else. Right now we need LTIR. Next year, different story. Because, yeah, they're, like, not only up against the Caps, they're over it already. So they they needed that. Uh, but, man, Ken Hughes, when he makes a trade, like, you look at the deals he's made. You go back to Tyler Toffoli to uh, – uh, ben Shria to um, um, Arturi Lekkonen, he gets something of substance back. <laughs> I mean, you know, and it, it, yeah, so to get a serviceable player uh, back for, for Shea Weber's contract, not bad. Not bad. Bravo. Still the best part of that trade, though, is when the uh, Golden Knights announced it and the Ducks... Uh... <laughs> responded and said are you sure are you sure you are you sure you've traded that enough <laughs> i know that was brilliant yeah well that's what you get you, you know talking of smack and then something embarrassing happens to you <laughs> by the way if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone the uh las vegas golden knights are currently at 85.15 million uh the cap is 82.5 <laughs> and they only have 16 players on their roster right now, yeah. including a single goalie. Yeah. They've now, got like a rally cap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Love it. There nice, it is. John. That's the rally cap. The rally the golden, cap. The Golden Knights have currently. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they're actually, well, no. Well, now they actually get some cap relief by having, uh, by having uh, Weber's contract there, but. Oh, yeah, they do. Because no, Lyle, cap cap friendly already has Shea Weber on the LTIR at seven point eight. Yeah, that means that they're allowed to exceed. That means they're exceeding. They're allowed to exceed. Okay, so they can exceed by oh. an additional. Okay, so they're allowed to. They're still allowed to go ten percent over and still be over plus on the. Uh, what the wow! What, 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 so what, Kemper what? lost his helmet. 
and they allowed the play to continue, and the Lightning scored a goal. That should not be allowed. Is that going to be recalled? I don't know. The, I mean, the referee was emphatic that it was a goal. I don't understand. But I thought that it got whistled dead immediately. Was his helmet knocked off before? before helmet got goal? knocked off. Or, or simultaneously. Boom. Yes, knocked off a solid two seconds before the puck goes in the net. I oh. think that's going to be reviewed, is it not? No idea. <laughs> and they dropped the puck for the play to get reviewed. And they just dropped it anyway. No, no. Real <laughs> fast. They don't give him a minute and 20 seconds. <laughs> right. They don't, do, they don't do like the offside call in game three. How does that not get called? <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, who knows? And Darcy Kemper is trying to dive across the crease to make a save without his helmet. This is old school hockey. I love it. And they didn't even do anything. It counts. They continue. Fantastic. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Fuck you and your mask. 36 seconds in. Well, this is going to be a thriller. I thought that was immediate. I thought as soon as the goalie lost his helmet, that was it. (laughs) Well, yeah, but it's it. uh, Shittily enough, it's not. I mean, I feel like there could be a. I feel like if the goalie like threw his helmet off on purpose, that the referee can be like, "Nah, fuck off." Right. (laughs) Yes. So I mean, but think about all of the plays that we've seen over the years where it's a breakaway or a two on zero or a three on zero, and the goalie just turns around and throws the net off. Mm -hmm. You can't do that anymore. They changed. You can't do that anymore. Now they're gonna have to change the rule about the helmet. But yeah. Kemper was still in the waiting process to find of making a save. Here. He was making a save. Yeah. And his helmet came off. It's not like he threw it off because he was he was in peril because it was a scoring opportunity. Oh, I don't get it. Sake. That that seemed uh that seemed a little unfair to me. Fuck sakes, fine. NHL gifts for Jesus Christ's sake. You're all you're doing is showing Sorelli celebrating after the goal. You're not showing the goal itself. What is the point of you? I right. blocked them. I I hid them years ago. <sighs> See, I, as I said, I still don't have my cable uh, hooked up down here because I'm doing reno. So, oh, by the way, got the big hole in my wall uh, uh, repaired today too. Finally got that done. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm glad <laughs> that you said repaired and not installed. Yeah. Yes, I didn't install a hole. Yes, I installed a hole in my wall um, for glory, it, of course. For, yes, a glory yeah. hole. Yeah. 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 It uh, actually it makes it easy. It makes it easier to shovel all the snow. From yes. the inside. That's that. Yes, that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Lyle just sticks the flamethrower through the hole and shh. Yeah. And uh, got the first coat of got the first coat of paint done as well. And uh, I'll be putting second coat on after I get done uh, putting the next coat of mudding on the uh, on the wall there. So because we got the the drywall in and now it's good. We got the first coat of, you know, mudded it. Now we got to mud it again tomorrow. So, and then blah, blah, blah. So anyway, that's so my, my fun. Wee! Could I, could I interest you in like a, an Amazon fire stick or something where you can get ESPN plus in your basement through a, <laughs> I'm not going to need to. This connection? is only temporary. This is only temporary. I'm going to have it all back in, in like, well, of course, probably by next week. To Three five weeks. Over it won't matter. <laughs> So you know, Lyle's basement is final. Oh, here we go. Watch the game. And aren't you on a laptop that has the internet? Couldn't you go on ESPN Plus right now, or do they not have that in Canada? No, don't have that in Canada. Oh, that's right. And I'm too cheap to pay TSN. Fair enough. Sportsnet. Roger that. You could write it off though. No, Rogers is a completely different company. Mark. Yes. What? I didn't say about Rogers. You said Roger that. Oh yes. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Copy that. Anyway, I got it. 
So there we go. So yeah, one nothing. You're right. Old school Kemper diving across. Still, I yeah. I, I'm curious about why that, but I'm with Mario. I'm curious why that was not called back. Can... Nine point six. When a goalkeeper has lost his helmet and/or face mask, and the opposing team has control of the puck, play shall only be stopped if there is no immediate and impending scoring opportunity. But so there it's was an injured oh. player. So that's why. So because there was an immediate scoring opportunity, scoring opportunity. the goalie has to make a save without his helmet. Yep. Yeah. But no, okay. but if a player loses his helmet, he needs to leave the ice right away. Well, the yep. goalie can't leave the, the ice. The goalie can't leave the yeah, ice. Yeah, that's my point. Make the, the goalie skate off the ice then. They got to no, my point is he can't leave the ice. What's he supposed to do? Just get hit in the dome with the puck? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Drop your helmet, <laughs> fighter, stupid. <laughs> Damn, man. Like I said, you're right. That is old school. Now, I would I would be on the bandwagon though that if the if I, the goalie loses his helmet that he's got to skate to the to the bench and then like <laughs> I think that a six a six player can come on real quick so yeah. they can like no 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 it can't be a regular player it has to be the backup goalie oh so the backup goalie wow, he gets swatted go in, in the yeah. head he gets swatted in the head with the that was Sorelli he was swat or not Sorelli who was it Kalorn was swatting at the puck knocked his helmet off. No, that was Sorelli that did. I'm sorry. Sorelli did. Yeah, he, Sorelli was swatting at the puck, inadvertently hit Kemper in the helmet. He's had two face-eye injuries this playoffs already. He's used to it. Like, he should mm, be yeah. ready to did go. Did he get rid of the cat eye yet? Oof. No, he still had He actually had it bigger. He made the, he made the cat <laughs> That's eye. That's how it fell off. It actually just yeah. came, came right over his head. And Mark he took the cat else. eye and ripped it off. Yeah. Mark, though, you know as a, as a, as a former goalie, as a model was I. But you know what that feels like when that puck, when a puck or a stick just whacks off the, the front of the mask. I mean, that that is, it's, yeah. you know, that's a lot of, like half your the time I did it on purpose. Rattles. But yeah, you're right. I yeah, <laughs> it's very disorienting. Yeah, I give him credit for at least diving back to, to try and make the save. I'll, I'll put it. it this way. Half the time I got hit in the helmet, I initiated it because I got my helmet in the way. <laughs> about 25% of the time it was inadvertent when somebody was trying to whack at the puck in the crease and 25% of the time it was John Spatala because he was an idiot it was warm-ups <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah 10% of the time it was cannon warm-ups exactly. <laughs> but it really it really is disorienting though because it's just just a, the impact yeah. and noise and it's just like well, yeah, yeah sure like it rings it yes rings. i mean yeah. sure it's it, the Did alternative is much better. it's better than the alternative which is no masking taking that right off the pumpkin yeah you know? and then you gotta or, like shake and try because you, you gotta stay yeah. in position right and you yeah. can try to shake the helmet to try and like get it back yeah. in position because it ends up slightly askew yes yes yeah. it does askew? yeah askew you askew and it's not like I'm going to drop my stick and use my blocker or try and like cover my entire face with my glove to try oh, and that would position. Be awesome. mm -hmm. But it's better. But th still, then that's also better, though, than the old face molded ones. <laughs> right. I wore I wore those in the 70s. And even though it was just yet yeah, peewee hockey, I wasn't getting pro slap shots off the face or nothing. But you got whacked on the you got hit anywhere where that fit. And it, you only just had a little bit of foam padding that would go like for your cheekbone, forehead. Right. You know, and you get whacked. That feels it. God damn it. That hurt like hell. You know, so yeah. happy when they went to the cage mass, when they started, yeah, going first with the helmet, the old uh, helmet ones, the Billy Smith style ones. And then when they finally went to the modified ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I found I out a new rule tonight. 
Yeah, so did I, to tell you the truth. I, I honestly, I was like you, Mark. I thought that, yeah, goalie loses his uh, his mask. Oh, that's it. Plays whistle dead. Oh. Yeah. No, is, that's is double is A. Coho on these? Huh? Is, is Coho on these? No. Oh. Unfortunately. Uh, they got somebody else. That Coho was TNT's guy. Gotcha. They had uh, Don, uh, Don Jackson, Dan Jackson. I don't know. Okay. Any case, um, Jack Johnson on the ice. Lyle, what's up with Brock Besser and JT Miller? Uh, they they going somewhere? They going to get out of Vancouver? Yeah. Oh, the Canucks. Uh, the Canucks say they're they're willing to listen to offers. Mm-hmm. Big difference though between listening and shopping. I don't believe that they're that they are, you know, willing to move these guys. They're, but yeah, we'll listen. If somebody comes along, gives them an off that blows their socks off, I think that they would move at least one of them. I, I out of the two, I think they prefer to hang on to JT Miller and and trade Brock Besser, honestly. But um, <clears throat> like I said, uh, they're looking. The, the Canucks are looking to get younger. And by younger, they they're not just looking for draft picks or prospects. They want good NHL ready young players. They want to get younger and they want more cap flexibility. So maybe uh, Miller or uh, Besser get moved, but it's going to take a heck of an offer to do it. I, I definitely think Miller will attract the most attention and the good, and would probably get the best offers. But whether it's enough to to convince the uh, the Canucks to move him. I don't know. I think I think also that's going to depend on whether the Canucks believe they can sign Miller to an extension or not, because he's got another year left on his contract and they can start talking extension on Jan- on July 13th. But yeah, whether whether that actually happens, well, may, well, we'll have to wait and see. But if they wait too long, if they don't think they can they can they can, uh, you know, that they can resign him, they, they can't dally too long. Um, you know, if they're going to move them, they'll have to be quick because, uh, you, as you guys know, the further on in the summer we go, the less cap space there is, the harder it is to make a good move to your benefit. Yeah. So how, how, how do teams do that? You have to start, you have to start thinking about trading for RFAs at that point, right? Like people you can negotiate with that are NHL ready, that aren't under contract, that you might Mm. be able to convince to come to your team at the price you want them at. Mm. Right. Yeah. And yeah, then because, offer the team that isn't, you know, they're not under contract. The team might be able to give them up for, you know, to get something for nothing, essentially, right? As an RFA, mm. if you haven't signed them yet, is that well, is that the, what the what the Canucks are maybe looking at? I it it's hard to say, Mark. I mean, they they could. I mean, with 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 Miller, he's going to be a UFA next summer. So the risk there is, if you know, if they don't get him an extension. Then there's the risk you lose him next summer for nothing. You try to trade him at the at the trade deadline. And I love when people say, oh, you always get better deals if you trade him at the trade deadline. No, you fucking <laughs> don't. You trade them now. You trade them now while they still I'll have a year left. Shit. While they still have both while they still have a year left on their contract. So the team had that team has control and they can negotiate an extension if they want. Plus Teams in the summertime have more cap space and more willingness to make trades and to take on a salaried player. Okay, 
rather than when we get to the trade deadline where it was like, oh, shit, yeah, oh, God, yeah, half a dozen teams would love to hit, grab this guy, ah, but four of them don't have the cap space, and ah, shit, and they don't want to give up this guy or that guy because they're in a playoff berth and they don't want to part with it. Whereas now, guys, teams are more willing to move players. So this whole nonsense, it, well, it is. It's nonsense when people say, you'll get better deals at the trade deadline. No, you fucking don't. You get them the summer before. Period. Moving on. Next question. <laughs> better ingredients, better trades. Papa yes, Sons. exactly. Papa, <laughs> <laughs> Papa Scotty's trade trade rumors. Good. Ethan Ethan Bear has uh, been given the go ahead to speak to other teams. Mm. What is Ethan? Ba I mean, it seems like he kind of got lost a little bit in the shuffle in Carolina. What's the deal with Ethan Bear? What's the deal with Ethan Bear? Well, he he had a rough season. Uh, started off well. Um, he was actually paired up with uh, Jacob Slavin to start the season. Uh, but then he caught COVID, unfortunately. And um, he he said at the, at the end of the season, when he's doing his end of season interview that, yeah, he he found he was having difficulty getting his getting his win back even after he had recovered uh, from his bout with COVID. Now, whether he's got, you know, long COVID, we, we don't know. He doesn't know. <clears throat> but um, he had that anyway. He had to deal with that. And then uh, he wound up uh, with a, an injury. I believe it was a foot injury or something like that that he was having to deal with. But... Along the way, his play his play suffered, his performance suffered, and he didn't get into any of uh, the Hurricanes' playoff games. Now, uh, maybe he was still hurt then. We don't know. But by the same token, though, there, there's kind of a, a sense as well that that uh, maybe Rob Brindamore, the head coach, maybe he's just not not quite as uh, confident in in Bears' uh, abilities as as maybe he was earlier in the season. Uh, apparently, though, the, the, the Hurricanes are willing to sign him. They, they would like to keep him. But as we know as well, the Hurricanes play hardball with everybody. And they would like to keep him, but at their price and their price only. So they're willing to let him go out and talk to other teams. Then they can come back and, you know, gauge the market and say, look, Team A here is willing to give me, you know, 750k more season than what you're willing to can do. Can you match that? And then I guess they'll go from there. Um, the Hurricanes, of course, they they control his rights, so they're not under any real pressure here. But um, if usually if 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 you're going to let an, a restricted free agent go out and and uh, talk to other teams, that's that tends to be a sign that you you might be willing to to part with them. <coughs> Sam Sonov, sorry. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I just had to. Yeah, get that out. Is it yeah. allergies? Yeah, the allergies. Bad, weird. Bad yeah. allergies. Yeah, allergies to bad capitals goaltending. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Well, Mark, he is a right-handed defenseman. He's in there, so it uh -huh. does fit uh -huh. hold. That sounds like a great deal to me. Uh -huh. There you deal. go. Let's make it happen. Hey, Lyle, a question, and this is weird because we're not live. Sean Leahy must have sensed this, and he asked. If he were a real bear, would this make a deal easier to get done? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. All right. Depending on the type of bear. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Let's not get into that too deep. Koala bear. No, no, no. Get well, your koala... deep minds out of the sexual gutter first, here. First, no. First off. And the bears, mm, they, they, they seem plastic, but they can still Point of your... order. Koalas yes. are not bears. They're marsupials. Very so, well. True. <laughs> Touche. 
I like oh. bears. Um, you know, mo- well, most bears, even the, the smaller, timid ones can can fuck you up. But let's be honest, man, it's it's either brown bear or grizzly, right? Brown bear or grizzly. If you're trading for an actual real bear, it better be a brown bear or grizzly or just don't or better yet, polar bear. Polar bear. Yeah, I see. Big it's time. So yeah. blend in with the bear. ice. Yeah. Being yeah. That's yeah. effectively the Toronto Maple Leafs from their uh, stadium series jerseys. If you yes. got a polar bear. So wait, where where is Peter the Bear now? Pete the Bear is in Dallas. Pete, so, uh, Pete the Bear. So there you go. Yeah. Pete the Bear. Yeah. Pete go bear. go 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 back to Mama Bear. He's a star. So apparently there's a voter who left off Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid from the heart uh, ballot entirely. God damn it, Wyshynski. Right? <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Uh, this this person apparently also have David Kampf ahead of Patrice Bergeron in the Selkie voting. Oh, embarrassing! <laughs> Would it I be great love... if Wyshynski like he just <laughs> skipped it all and was like Andre the Giant number one, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior number two? <laughs> Been great. Um, the apparently it was Seth Rohrbach of the Pittsburgh uh, Tribune everybody, Review. Look, I mean, oh, look, everybody's everybody's entitled <laughs> to, to their opinions when they vote. I I I love this that they they put this out and people immediately start jumping on it and it's like whoa 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 whoa. Okay, look, yes, would would I have put like Austin Matthews fifth in the Hart Trophy on my Hart Trophy ballot? Fuck no, I would not. You know, he wouldn't have, at, at worst, he would have been second because I would have maybe had Connor McDavid first. Honest to God, for me, honestly, if I was voting for that, it would have been a toss up between McDavid and, and, and Matthews. I probably would have leaned to Matthews. But to put him fifth, yeah, okay, that's a bit ridiculous. Well, no, no, he didn't have Matthews or McDavid on there at all. Yeah. See, so here's the thing if that's you're bold. tasked, right? That's if the bold. NHL tasks, the media with this farce of whatever. Okay. Let's just, I'm playing, let's play along here. You have to take it seriously. And if this person doesn't take it seriously, then they shouldn't be able to vote anymore. Well, like not having, like what if he votes? I'm guessing if he's from the Pittsburgh media, Sidney Crosby is probably somewhere on his fucking ballot. Right. That's just me assuming this. I don't know who was on his ballot. I don't care. But my point is like, why are we giving, Anyone, anyone that could skew any like, okay, so this is the outlier. Think about the the fact this is the outlier. Any number of media people across the NHL spectrum could have skewed this outcome just slightly. Right? Oh, absolutely. What if they were like, I don't really like me, David. He deserved it, but I don't like him, so I'm going to put him too, or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Any one of these scenarios where like their bias overcomes their. Mm. You know, if they watch enough NHL, they know what the answer is. Or here. if it's yeah. trying to be edgy and just like, nah, I'm not going to vote for right. you. Yeah. So I mean, you got it. I think you got to give it to prof- you got to give it this shit back to the professionals. But go ahead. Well, they are professionals. They are. Well, the they're professional professionals in sensationalism most yeah. of the time. And I'm not belittling what you do, Lyle, by any means, because you're not one of the people that's trying to like and like the slideshows bring them down. And I love Lyle. But my, my point is, like, a lot of people are trying to. Make this guy was probably we're talking about him right now, right? This guy was try, trying to get his name out there because he probably publicized the fact he didn't vote for McDavid. Everyone, every every fucking and Johnny and I had this discussion too. Right. Every writer just putting their ballots out like anyone gives a fuck. Yeah. Right, like that's what I'm saying. Cares. They're just patting themselves. They, again, they're patting themselves on the back. 
But the one thing, like, you know, first of all, just just first of all, I mean, look, it, it's freedom of choice and you can pick whoever the fuck you want when you're going on these ballots. Right. That's the problem. But though. but but I agree with you, though, Mark, because of the fact. Go back 20 years. OK. Yeah, we started the show. Yeah, when you started the show. Yeah, when we were voting for NHL. Yeah, we, yeah. When, when, when everybody and their dog, when when bloggers could vote, we never could. Um, <laughs> I voted twice. Yeah. <laughs> Vote early. Johnny, that was the presidential Johnny. election. <laughs> oh, my bad. Uh, but the reason why I bring that up, 20 years ago, Jerome McGinley oh. should have won the Hart yeah. Trophy that season. He lost to Jose Theodore of the Montreal Canadiens by one vote because one writer probably basically right. fucked around. Yes, around exactly my thing. point. He, he made a joke. He, he made it. He didn't take it seriously. May he put somebody else in there for whatever reason. And by one vote. Now, Jose Theodore deserved to win the Vezina Trophy that year. He was the only reason the Montreal Canadiens, that Montreal Canadiens team made the playoffs. But, okay, but Jerome McGinley just had an incredible season. And he won the Ted Lindsay Award that year. Back then, I think it was still called the Pearson, but regardless. He won the Ted Lindsay Award. He won the, uh, the Richard Trophy, right? He was the best player in the league that year. But by one vote, because one writer just didn't really take it that seriously, it got yes. it got skewed. And, Which, and, go ahead, Scotty. I was gonna say, at least we forget. Eighteen years ago, Michael Ryder losing out to Andrew Raycroft for the Rookie of the Year. Oh Jesus Christ! Andrew Raycroft beating Michael—that was a fucking joke. That one really pissed me off, and not because I thought that you know, oh, because oh yeah, because Ryder was a hab and you wanted the hab to win. It's like no, it was because Andrew Raycroft had twenty-three fucking games of NHL experience over three previous seasons going into that season. Technically, that was his first pro NHL season, and he got the nod over Michael Ryder, who came in fucking cold, had no previous NHL experience, and led all rookies in scoring. I think, what, he did have 60 points or something that year? Like, he had a good year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And it was a farce. It was an mm -hmm. absolute joke, you know, that so he, again, that Raycroft got the nod over a guy who was a genuine rookie. You're proving my point. I'm, I feel I'm, like. I'm not saying I'm not, dude. I'm on your side here. So you know. the fact that the players, right? The, yeah. the Ted Lindsay Award is the players yeah. voting for the best player in the NHL. Anytime that the writers and the players aren't in agreement, I'm looking at the writers like, what the fuck? Yeah, what were you watching? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this year it was obvious. The players agreed. The writers agreed. Austin Matthews was the choice for the heart. And I don't have a problem with that either. Right. You know, but yeah, some years it's it's skewed a little different. Doesn't that be that? I mean, that devalues <clears throat> one or both of the trophies, doesn't it? Like, why have two different trophies but for it, the same but, thing? But see, it, it but it does kind of I, depend. I mean, some it, some years when you know the heart goes to one player and the Lindsay goes to the other. If you look at the at the heart voting, it was because it was down to just two guys, and it was really close. There was none of these weird shenanigans where one guy just wrote in somebody who absolutely had no business being in there at all. You know, in you know, in most cases, that's that's been the case. You get you know two or sometimes three guys who are very deserving, and it just 
ends up that way with the voting. That's the way voting goes sometimes. But I mean, I agree with you though, Mark, about, like I said, if, if you're going to have guys there that aren't going to take it fucking seriously, who, you know, now I, again, yes, folks, I know you're entitled to your opinions, right? You can make your opinion, but there's some in there that is just so egregiously stupid where you look at it and go, eh? what? wait a minute, like you don't have McDavid or Matthews in your heart selection? You know, in, in, in at least your top three? What the hell? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what is that? Yeah. So yeah. Th- I, I think that should be something that they, every year, I think they need to, the, the Professional Hockey Writers Association should really kind of review balloting. And if you see guys that are just doing it for shits and giggles and not taking it serious, and basically by the sounds of things, I haven't seen Rorabov's, um you know, ballot. So I don't know. I'm taking you, your your guys's word as to what was there, but based on what you've told me, if that's what he voted, he should never be allowed to vote for these things again. They if they're going to have a Pittsburgh writer beat writer to cover, you know, did they need to get somebody him. else? You know, yeah, find somebody else to do it. You know, so what do the GMs vote on? Uh, I believe they vote on the Vezina. Mm-hmm. They vote on the Vezina Trophy winner. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. Let the let the writers vote on Vezina. As far as I'm concerned, that's more cut and dry for me, because you only have really one out of oh, 35 man. goalies to select from. Oh there. man, even even there, Mark, you're gonna if you did that, you guaranteed you'd see some weird ass shenanigans. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's yeah. a smaller subset. It's a it's a smaller sample size for them to pick from. Oh, yeah. Can, can I can I give you his top five, Seth? Seth please, Rohr, please, Seth Rohrball. Number one, Kirill mm-hmm. Kaprizov. That is his most valuable player. Yep, it gets better from here. Well, f- first of all, okay, Kaprizov, excellent player. Yes, he was the Minnesota Wild's most valuable player. And technically, and I'm sure Rorba will say this in his defense, the wording for the Hart Trophy, I know, Mark, That's but the wording for the Hart Trophy <laughs> is the player adjudged most valuable to his team. It's actually technically not the league. Yeah. It's the team to his team. And, and, so and, he can, um, yeah. Go ahead. Bill Hop, H O P P E, from the Olin Times Herald, put Kaprizov as number one. And Anthony Sanfilippo of Crossing Broad made uh, Kaprizov second. So, anyway, so Aurora Ball, Kaprizov one, Roman Yossi second. Uh, mm, that's yeah, actually. Above Saros? Right, that's not terrible. That terrible yeah no no that's no, actually a, not a bad choice no and yes over saros i think so no, I absolutely that's not terrible no yeah. no offense to saros but but roman josie had a monster year he put that team on his back this year yeah, yeah. uh third place for Rorball, uh igor shesterkin fair fair okay. fair fourth, fourth place jonathan huberdu mm. he was the best player on the panthers he was the best secondary assist player on the Panthers. <laughs> he got a yes. lot of points. I'm going. not letting that bit down. Keep, his, keep his streak going. And fifth, the aforementioned JT Miller. Mm, mm, no. See, again, if, if you're going to turn around and say that Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews are not, you know, don't even merit being in your top five, I'm, I'm sorry. No, that's, that's, yeah, I, I get the Kaprizov. And again, he will trot out the defense and he'll be well within his rights to say it. As I said, 
that the, the Hart Trophy goes to the player adjudged most valuable to his team, not most valuable in the league. And I think maybe that's what you need to do. If you want to, if you want to really fix that whole issue, get them to change, you know, that wording to mo- the NHL's most valuable player. Because when it, when it's reported, you look at how the NHL reported it on their on their site this morning. It was like Austin Matthews was awarded the Hart Trophy as the NHL's most valuable player. That's not right. How it's worded, right? Right. That's how everybody thinks it is. Yeah, but it's not. It's awarded to problem. the player, a judge most valuable to his team. So yeah. they need to change the wording to the league's most valuable player, and that will take care of that. Or, nonsense. or you qualify every trophy by who voted on it. You have to. You have to say judge to be the most valuable player <clears throat> by the writers association oh they do yeah well it, no but they, they don't they, again but the the social media didn't say that you know everybody scrolling through instagram wasn't like oh well apparently this was the best player in the nhl this year but who picked it mm. it's the nhl writers association that picked that one yeah. and as we've just mentioned there's shenanigans there so it's like yeah. <sighs> I, I hate. I like that the NHL decided to split up who di- who votes on what. Mm. I think they're the only league that does that. Yeah, which is cool. Okay, fine. But I, they, for me, the Lindsay should be above the heart as far as mm. respect goes. If I, the players well, are telling you that you're the best player in the league, that yeah. is above Talked. the writers saying that you're the best player in the league mm-hmm. to me. But that's oh, not how the NHL reports it. They report the heart, and they're like, the Lindsay is just like a, oh, yeah, and then this other guy won this other thing. Yeah. And there have been some interesting players who've won the uh, the heart, or the, the heart, the, uh, the Pearson slash Lindsay Award. I mean, the very first year that it was awarded, it went to Jean Rattel of the New York Rangers, and that was at a time when Phil Esposito and Bobby Orr were the two dominant players in the league. But the players, the players voted for Jean Rattel to get it. That speaks volumes to me, though. Mm-hmm. I know it's interesting, right? <laughs> you know, you would have thought, oh, Bobby Orr or or Phil Esposito, we all the, the slam dunk. I, I think memory serves. I think I think Orr won it that year. Not before the Hart Trophy. I think. Although, although to be fair, <clears throat> to be fair, the first year of that award, the players may not have been taking it that seriously either. <laughs> So that's, that's it, 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 well, it's possible, you know, maybe just shiny new trophy. I don't know. But uh, the fact, though, that they voted for Rattel, Jean Rattel, Jean Rattel's only mistake was playing at the same time that Bobby Orr and Phil Esposito were in their prime. Because Jean Rattel, when he was with the New York Rangers in the early 70s, an absolutely fantastic two way player. In fact, if they'd had the Selkie trophy then, oh, fuck yeah, he would have won it. He would have won it a couple of times easily. And Lyle, who did he play for in 62-63? Don't do, don't do that. New York Rangers. Incorrect. The Baltimore Clippers, the only team that fucking <laughs> I thought we were going to go in. That's what I thought it was. 62-63, Baltimore Clippers versus. Yeah, exactly. Lyle, it's time now <laughs> for the trade Trudy. deadline. Baltimore Clippers against the Hershey Bears, November 3rd, 1962. <laughs> Nogro year for the Baltimore Clippers. It's time for your flashback. So John Rattel, one of the famous names, along with Jacques Plante, to play for the Clippers in their first few years. Dick Clapper. Dick Clapper. 
God, still the best hockey name of all time. Dick Glapper. I don't know. Glant, uh, Glant uh, Clitsum is pretty good. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's really, yeah. Yeah. Hey, so by the way, did you watch Shorzy? I Scotty? didn't because I'm a lazy bitch. Oh, what have you been doing all week? Uh, working. <laughs> I have. Oh, we all have to work. I've been to work every day since I got back from Omaha. Tip fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have seen some of the uh, the clips on the uh, internet. Oh so man. I, yeah. I will. I'm going to hold myself up and watch it this weekend. For Shade oh, Sexy man. is my favorite character for sure. Oh, I love. I love. Uh, it, it, it's um um. Oh. Oh, buddy, who was the Canadian's first uh, first round pick? JG, um, uh, JG? No, Terry Ryan. Oh. He's the noof. Oh, right. He's oh, the yeah. noof. He's the noof. Yeah. Terry yeah, Ryan, one I'll of come the to <laughs> he, He's the one who plays the Newfoundlander. I didn't yeah. realize. Like, fuck, he looks familiar. <laughs> it's Terry Ryan. <laughs> yeah. He had a, he had a, he wrote a book. That's great. Well, time. and um, one of the Nolan, uh, one of the Nolans is uh, in there too. He's one of the guys who's he's one of the gyms. Was it one of the gyms. There's three gyms. Yeah, there's three gyms. He's one of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I I saw that the three gyms. Yeah, the three gyms. All right. Well, we're gonna go something a little. We're, all right, we're not gonna we're not gonna do sixty two Clippers Bears. <sighs> sixty four Clippers Bears. Yeah, there we are. Oh no. <laughs> we're going. We're it's around Christmas time. We have to get into Christmas spirit. It's way too hot everywhere. Ho ho ho. Let's get into a gift giving green giant. <laughs> let's uh, let's go to December twenty three. We're all we're all worried. Okay, we're we're future eight days or past. We're eight, we're eight days we haven't gotten there yet. How do we know? No, we're nine days away from the new year. In this in this sub, sub setting, we might have to turn all our computers off. Uh, but oh. two thousand zero zero party over. Oops, out of time. Well, we're going to December 23rd, 1999. 1999. Uh, we're going to party. Don't you want to go? No. Well, we're going to the FU Center. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Let's yes. go. <clears throat> As the Philadelphia Flyers on December 23rd, 1999, host your Atlanta Thrashers. Oh, oh man. man. Oh, man. Before the trade deadline. Before oh, the trade man. deadline, the eight, trade deadline. 18 skaters aside, three goalies total. Oh, Oh, this is going to be ugly. In here, up it. Oh, <laughs> um, 1999. Oh, God. Start us off with some thrashers, flyers, pre deadline goodness. Andre Pavlik. Sorry. Jesus, come on, man. 1999. <laughs> I just come to on, it. man. Come on, man. Mark, you got a better choice. Go. Yes, oh, Milan Halinka. Milan Halinka. Sorry. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> come on, I know man. who it is. I know who it is then. <laughs> okay, you do? All right. Uh, we'll get to you the next round. Lyle, what do you got? Uh, okay, let me go to Flyers right now and be sure. trying to be reasonably safe. Um, I hope, fingers crossed. Uh, John LeClaire. John LeClaire on the board. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> do it, John. Do it. Johnny, you're up. Legion. Uh, Doom. One of the Mark 43 Recky. Flyers goals. There you go. Mark Recky on the board. Yeah. Board. Mark. Damian Rhodes. Sorry, not there. Damn Come on, man. Man. <laughs> Come on, man. 
Well, at least I didn't pick somebody who played for the team like eight years later. <laughs> That's fair. Fine. That's fair. That's fine. Oh, uh, oh. Lyle. Okay, I'm gonna stick with Flyers. Yeah, I am not. I am not touching any of their 43 goalies. Fuck you. We'll be here all night. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Eric Desjardins. Ed Desjardins played 30 minutes that night. Oh. Four thanks. to four final tie game. Really? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Eric of the, the Garden. Thrashers. Ah. Thrashers, at that point, that made them uh, 7 24 and 2. <laughs> uh, Johnny. Coming on, baby. Um, Nat Domicelli. Nat Don Kelly. Sorry, not on the team. Mm, not there. But you get the Don Kelly bonus for next round. You double your points if you get a correct answer. <laughs> oh. <Ooh. laughs> the Nat bonus. The Nat bonus. Uh, Mark. <laughs> Simon Gagné. Simon Gagné on the board. Nice. It's the boo. Only played six minutes in this game. Mm. Uh, probably got injured. High ankle sprain, I'm sure. <laughs> what do you got? Okay, I'm I'm gonna go Thrashers here. Ooh, big dick energy right here. <laughs> here we go. I'm gonna say Ray Ferraro. Ray Ferraro. Sorry. Flaccid mm. uh, mm. dick energy. God, are we sure that they actually had a team? Dick energy. Oh. <laughs> are we wow. sure that Thrashers actually fielded a team this game? Yeah. <laughs> it okay. is tough. Holy shit. It is tough. This is one of those games I think everyone else went for Christmas break early. Johnny. <laughs> God. This makes it even worse. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Um, hmm. uh, David, or uh, no, what's his? Mm. Scott Hartnell. Scotty Hartnell. Sorry. Uh, uh, Mark. These Andy. might be two of the worst teams ever in the NHL. Maybe. Not the Flyers. Oh, I think did. that Flyers team Flyers was, was pretty good, good that year. Uh, I don't remember. Andy Sutton. Give me Andy Sutton on the board. Put it on the and, board. And, no, I can't. I won't. <laughs> Are you an expert? <laughs> <laughs> Just because I voted for Andy Sutton to be on this team, yeah. I demand it. Andy Sutton is number one for Norris this year. You, you've, been, you, you've been watching the January 6th series, haven't you? you? You're channeling Donald Trump, you know. Got, all I need is 11,000 votes. Put yeah. them on the board. Scotty, I need you to validate my pick. Yeah, exactly. To, Please, yeah. validate this. Doesn't matter you what you're looking at, pick. no matter yes. the facts, no matter nothing. Exactly. You just got to validate it. We're all talking Georgia here, too. Lyle, what do you got? <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm, I'm so disappointed that I... That I struck out with my my first Thrasher's pick. I've I've got to go. I'm going back to the well again. Oh boy, here we go. Patrick Stefan. Mm. Get on that board. Yes. Get it okay. on that board. Getting out of Atlanta. <laughs> Just like the Thrasher's. Here's my one Atlanta. I'm out. You guys got to get more. I got mine. I'm Johnny. Out. <laughs> um, Mike Knubel. Mike Knubel. No, right there. Oh man, this is bad. Mark, I was in college during this time. Yeah, that's a rough time for you. Mark and I were going in as our junior year at that point. Um, Scott Mellenby. Ooh, that's a good pick. Not there though. It's a good pick. Played for both teams, (laughs) but not during this time. (laughs) He was probably in Florida. Ah. Or Edmonton. 
Chris Terrian. Chris Terrian on that board. Yes, sir. Ah. Got him. Johnny. <clears throat> um, Todd Reardon. Todd Reardon, unfortunately, not in this game. Uh, Fortunately. Mark? Jeremy Roenick. Nope. Damn it. Oh. Mm. Quick That's gun. a good try, though. Good try. Yeah, I think he was still in uh, in Phoenix Chicago. then. That was, oh. like, the year before. Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Phoenix. Lyle, up to you now. Uh, Okay. <clears throat> Sticking with Flyers. Um, Dan McGillis? Dan McGillis is on that board. You better believe it. All right. All right. We're rolling now. All right, rolling with those those six defense. No, I remember these. Yeah, I wrote about those flyers a lot. Like once back you're then. locked right. in and you like yeah. can remember now who they, they start, played with. Yeah, now they're yeah. starting to come down the pipe here. Yeah. All right, uh, Johnny. Um, Zach Bogosian. <clears throat> nope. Hmm. Nope. Yeah, probably literally since yeah. he's still playing. Yeah. 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 Mark Pierce Fart dead. Unfortunately, not in this game. Oh, oh. one of the best names ever. But you get the peered bump. That's 1.5. Clearly, I'm not going to get anyone for the rest of the game. So, uh, Lyle. Uh, hey. hey. Rod the Bod Brendamore. Rod Brendamore's on that board. You best. Yes, yeah, sure he is. Yes. Of course this. he is. Of uh, course. Johnny. Um. Ilya Briscalo. Hextall. Nope. Lyle. <laughs> okay, this one's risky. Okay. <laughs> risky for the biscuit. Uh, Eric Lindros. It's on that board. Oh, yeah. he was wow. all right. The yes. guess I was the I was gonna Jeez. give you guys a clue and I would say it was peewee bullshit. <laughs> and hopefully that would have triggered something. Uh, was, he centering Ren, was, was he centering Renberg and uh I don't think Renberg was with him there. Recky. No. Recky. He would have been centering with uh, Leclerc. Leclerc. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Johnny? Um, Maxine Wellette. Nope. Mark, who? All right, fine. Mikhail Renberg, you gave me, you, you, you hooked me. Yep, it's good. It's on, He's on the board. He is. Yep. Right on. Okay. Lyle? Uh, I think I've hit a wall now with the Flyers. All of a sudden, hey, I'm like, well, hey, we're rolling. I will say this. All three goalies still out there, kids. Yeah, and they're probably going to stay there. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Like, it's Have we so, heard of any of them? So uh, scary to take. Oh, fuck. Do was I that Mark? Go? Have we heard of any of them? Yes, one of them. Okay. okay. <laughs> one. <laughs> one. Whose goal is it again? Lyle, it's you. Oh, it's mine. Johnny, I usually leave the goalies for you, but I, I gotta, I gotta take a chance here, um, because I'm struggling to come up with flyers. Uh, Brian Boucher. There it is, Brian Boucher. No way! Wow. <laughs> this game. <sighs> Holy shit! All right, we'll go. Uh, last call, Johnny P. Oh Jesus! Is he, did he play on any of these teams? No. Um. Uh. Brad Bombardier. Oh, you would have got the double B bonus, but he is not on the team. Well, Mark, last call. <laughs> Mason. Sorry? <laughs> Mason. Okay. <laughs> Any so, of the Masons. No, Any no, Mason. Oh, shit. Nope, no free Masons on this one. <laughs> uh, Lyle. 
I'm drawing a blank now. Hold on. Um, Damn, you had Belfort. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I got to come up with something here. Oh, shit. Flyers. Thrasher. Now, it's before the trade deadline. Remember before, that. Before, obviously. Yeah, before oh, yeah. Like that. Like, Whippity doo. Um, Tony Herkus. Oh, Lyle. Sorry. Mm. Did not close out. Usually I start with the away team. Let's start with the Flyers first. Okay. Um, because the away team is much more hilarious. <clears throat> uh, Mikel Anderson for the Flyers. Brendan Moore was mentioned. Andy Delmore on this squad. Mm. Desjardins, Gagne, Jody Hall, Keith Jones, oh. da- Damon Lankow, mm. uh, LeClaire Lindros mentioned. Sandy McCarthy, a throwback. Mm. Uh, McGillis, Recky, Renberg. Uh, Lyle's cousin Luke Richardson. Oh, oh Luke was geez. still playing there. I feel like Damn every it. month, every month he comes out in one of these. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alf Samuelson. Terry oh. was mentioned. Valerie Zelipukin. And Brian Boucher. Huh. For the Thrashers. Jason Bottero. I'm ashamed at you, Mark. Ah, shit, Nick. Nope. Andrew Brunette. <laughs> oh. Andrew Brunette. And then Jindic's probably on this team too, <laughs> goddammit. He was not, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, then we would have had the Brunette uh, Zitnik double. Uh, Kelly Bookberger. Peter Busick. Sheen Donovan. <sighs> Nelson One Emerson. of the best Sean spellings of all time. Yes. Um, Johan Garpenloff. David <laughs> Harlock. Andrea Carlson. Oh. Denny Lambert, Gord Murphy, Daryl Shannon. Hey, Steve! Steos. <laughs> ah, of course. <laughs> Mike Stapleton. Patrick Steffen, the only name we got, I think. Yeah. Dean Sylvester. <laughs> Yannick Tremblay. Wow. Ed Ward. To start the game in net was Norm Miracle. <laughs> he let in two goals on four shots. So it was up to Scott Fankhauser. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they didn't believe in America. Wow. What an obscure roster And they that still was. tied. This, this has to be the, the worst the, the Flyers lineup were coming we've off ever their, their, The Flyers were coming off their Christmas party. They were all hungover. And Mark, you are absolutely correct. This is the worst Thrasher's roster we have ever Oh, man. Game. That's Fankhauser, though. Like, anytime, like... We we didn't even have he's Heatley. a wrestler in AEW. We didn't have a Kovalchuk to lean on. None of the goalies <laughs> no. were people we heard of. Flyers for a tie. I mean, we've heard of Norm Miracle, Miracle, but let's be honest. Yeah, no, none of us realized he was he on this team ever. <laughs> no, uh, this was Fankhauser's first NHL. It was his NHL debut, uh, and he tied. So congratulations <sighs> to him. What made you pick this game? Um, Andrew Burnett. Because he uh-huh. just lost his job. Oh, God, I know. Yeah, right? we did talk about him. And uh, Scott Fankhauser. Because I just <laughs> thought of obscure goalies. <laughs> Beautiful. Wow. Love it. There we go. Lyle, thank you, brother. We hey, will... always hey. a pleasure, guys. Lyle, happy St. John Baptiste Day to you and yours. Uh, um, merci beaucoup, mon ami. I don't know what that meant. Did you just call me a... <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. You, you want to go? You want to go? <laughs> it is Pride Month, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was filling in the hole, though. What? (laughs) (laughs) Filling in the hole. That's right. It's got to be your bowl.
Um, well, what? Oh, God. Whoa, oh, God. Oh, no. Is this like watching the aerial view on ESPN? Oh, Blair Witch Project. Oh, no. <laughs> what the hell's going on? What's going on? Lyle, what's happening? Lyle's just... Uh, there he goes. <laughs> you realize, you realize he's the cord wouldn't reach. Damn it. <laughs> no, I hate when that happens. <laughs> I was going to show you the big fucking honking hole in the wall that had been repaired. <laughs> I thought was getting ready to go. It was yeah, like, exactly. uh, next week. Next week, all that shit will be out of the way. Maybe show the there you go. All right. All right. <laughs> all the best, Lyle. We'll talk to you next week. Maybe we'll have a cup champion, Ben. Who's the same? Uh, yeah, or hopefully. it's game seven. Either way. Either way. Ooh. We'll oh, have hey, a cup can champion. I take an informal poll right here? Do a sure. productive meeting on air. Sure. Sure. Uh, Friday night, July 8th. Draft show? Friday night? July 8th. July 8th. Draft? Sure. Do a draft. I, uh, I'm sure. good. I could probably, I'm, I'm I could good. probably be down with that. I'm good. Yeah. Draft show. Yeah, I'm a good July, at July 8th. Let me just double check real quick here. So real does that mean here. we're postponing the Wednesday to Friday, or are we doing both? Doubling up, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. It's either Friday, which is the, usually we do the draft <laughs> after the second day of the draft. We can do it during. No one's watching it. Um, <laughs> or we can postpone it to Saturday and do a thing there because whenever you, whenever you, whenever you want to do it, I'm up. Fingers oh. fingers crossed. If if Johnny and I get one of our boys drafted, then we'll have a reason to celebrate and pay attention to the second day. <laughs> true. Very true. I'll pay attention. By that point, my office should be back. Uh, should no longer be in a big mess. So okay, there you go. Perfect. <sighs> I hate living in a friggin' room full of upheaval. It's been this I way thought you were going to say an island only to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> room full of upheaval sounds like a great, like, emu punk. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Or, or it's a really good album, name of an album, and we just got to come up with a band type, band name. Mm. Yeah. Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Nope. There that, you go. Works for that, me. Here's <laughs> Spark that. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> talk to you next week, guys. There he goes. Law Richardson. SpectresHockey.net at SpectresHockey on Twitter. Johnny shot us out some things. I give a shout out to the Black Bears planning my fall, winter, and, and spring. Um, they've given me some days off. They've given me some weekends that I'm apparently going to games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Schedules are out. This thing's making it making real. It's going to be real soon again. Yep. It's real to me, damn it. Yeah, let's go. That that's probably about it, really. Let's be honest. Johnny or Mark, late <laughs> easy late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to all of the contractors working at my house. We have a we have a pool. Uh, we were about to have a a deck extension. I got my deck lengthened Ooh. by six. Sorry, by four feet. Oh, yeah. You told her it was six. And you feet, only have you? two kids, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that unfortunately, I had to pay for that, but it was worth it, I think. Well, I hope so. <laughs> well, you could you could have just strapped it to a car and it's not free. It more. <laughs> uh, we're, I'm going to make sure that the shrubbery stays nice and tidy around it. As you should. No, you got to keep it clean. Keep it sanitary. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, that's I guess all I got. Shout out to John for coming down this past weekend for Father's Day. That was yeah. fun to celebrate. Well, my dad didn't come. So I got shot with a lot of water. Celebrate me. Thanks for coming down to celebrate <laughs> me. Hey, no and help entertain my kids for two hours. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was telling Scotty about how 
um, basically our game was to clean up as many uh, rubber balloons that were broken before the dog could get to them. Yeah. So uh, that was a terrible idea. Well, you live and learn. And no, I I pretty much knew how that was going to go before it started. Yeah. Well, then fuck you for doing that. Then <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my. It wasn't me. <laughs> it hey, was Shaggy. <laughs> anyway, thanks. That's all I got. I think. Um, shout out to the it. new store. Shout out to a new possible logo. Shout out to selling some cards. So I'm selling, putting some cards up on eBay that I don't, I don't want anymore. So Austin Matthews rookie. Flat oh, it while it's while we're yeah. hot. That's yeah. right. This is the best best time to sell. Yeah. So it's on eBay. Check it Make out. Make sure you adjust the title of your listing to Heart Trophy Winner. I put it in the description. I mean, best to get your uh, 2021 22 Heart Trophy Winner in your collection today. So I'm on it, baby. Don't you worry. Um. So yeah. Uh. That's it. That's all. For Johnny P. Mark with the C, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. It's been Face Off Hockey Show on the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction. You can get us on all the socials at FOHS Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And hey, uh, if you want to throw us a couple ducats and not, not merch-related, go to patreon.com slash show. All the money you do that it goes into the show again, like getting a new logo. So take that. Um, so until we talk to you again next week, peace.